Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this Winter Wednesday, June 7, 2023, this sports program starts right now. Sports are happening. Hey, we Come got on. an NBA Finals yeah. game tonight down Woo. in Miami. Three-point spread. They're saying this is going to be a good one. The series is tied 1-1. One, one. Will the Joker be able to go into six-foot above sea level mm-hmm. altitude mm-hmm. down in South Florida and put on a performance that is worthy of a dub and getting this thing to 2-1 to lead the series and stealing one on the road like Miami was able to do at Mile High just a few days ago? Can't wait to chat about that and more. Miami has four straight nights of exciting sports action. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Prime time, final sports. Sports happening in Miami over the next four evenings. Congrats to South Florida. You guys don't get enough good stuff. That's right. You know South Florida. Finally, Miami's getting some shit to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Finally, there's something to do whenever you're kind of meandering through your Miami summer night. Tonight, obviously, you got the Nugs in the heat in game three. Game three also for the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers, where the Vegas Golden Knights just won seven to two, and it's a 2 0 series in the Panthers. Panthers might get their asses swept. Uh oh. Then we're back to basketball. Then we're back to hockey. By June 10th, there'll be four straight nights of Miami action in the sports world and also maybe a couple tied series. Yeah, could happen. We shall see. I can't wait to see what Miami produces for us to chit chat about over the next few days. Speaking of chit chat about yesterday, we talked a lot about money that was missing from some people's pockets that are now in the PGA Tours pockets. There have been updates, there have been meetings, there have been people that have spoke out about it. We will break that all down. Rory spoke, Monahan spoke, other people have spoken. Some smart people have spoke. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of break it all down, and we are excited to do as such because there's a lot of high horsing about this whole thing at the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. And all of a sudden, that horse, you know, they, like, hopped down off the high horse for a second because they didn't have to do it because everybody got their message. Yep. So they're like, all right, we've done enough up here. Mm-hmm. So they kind of get down off it to get on top of another high horse that they're grandstanding on. Of mm-hmm. course. And to get on that other horse that they're going to grand, who knows what that horse is going to be? Oh. Who knows? The reason why we don't know is because as they were walking around the uh, – uh, live golf players are the worst human beings on earth, uh-huh. high horse. Mm-hmm. They accidentally did something you can't do. They walked around the back end of that high horse oh. and they accidentally grazed uh, one of the, the, the buttocks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And boom! Kick right in the mouth. And that yep. kick, the, the shoe that was on the bottom of the horse was just Jay Monahan's face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, right. Thank you so much for hopping on that horse with me. Now, if you could get the fuck out of here, Sorry. I'm going to take a couple billion <laughs> for this entire thing. So how could you not cover that? Especially because golf has been yodely, 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 yodely. Seemingly every single weekend, golf is fantastic. What does the future look like? Everybody's been talking about that now. We shall see. The Talks of Tables here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Town Diggs is here. You look great. Thank you. And speaking of looking great, one of the freshest dudes I've ever seen. Yeah. Or met. 14-year NFL Stud and rapper, ladies and gentlemen, Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Pac, you look so fucking cool. Smell me. We got Darius Butler joining us here in about 14 minutes. He is going to... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh, Pac. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, Pac. I'm ready. Yeah, Pac's a little His nervous. His ass was quiet last uh, two days ago when, when the Vegas night won. I, I mean, not even a word. Yeah, a lot of talk, yeah. though, about that heat nugget situation. A lot because, of it. you know, there was... 
some things texted into the group sure. through the mm-hmm. button said publicly. And yeah. yep. Darius is the walking embodiment of South Florida right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we say right now, it kind of sounds like a shot, like he's not always like this, but certainly a good time for him to be like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm here. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about Absolutely. You know what I mean? Can you oh, feel yeah. it? And they have a great time. He's got hockey sweaters. He's wearing Florida Panthers on, mm-hmm. jerseys on. He's all in. Heat, though, feels like he has been a shoot fan long time. Yes. Right. So whenever you were chirping him about the Heat, especially with everything the Heat has been through and not being able to stop Joker, I feel like that one really did penetrate into his soul. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Because I think there was some moments of doubt for the Heat fans that were going, oh, like, yeah. It still is. Oh, no. Definitely. This might be a bad thing. Third mm-hmm. quarter. But then they get a win on the road, and all of a sudden yeah. he's like, Good morning, world. Hello, world. <laughs> Hello, world. I, mean, he is. I can't wait to hear you two interact about everything going on with South Florida sports wise, but we got some great shit popping off in this world. Oh, yeah. I cannot believe that we have to wait, you know, two days sometimes to watch sports. Like these last two days, it's just been weird. You know, you look around for things to watch, maybe a show that you don't want to watch, but you say, you know, what? Why not? Let There's me tell you a show that I do want to watch. What's that? And don't get to watch right. as much as I maybe watched it in the past. Boom. America's Got Talent. Ooh. AGT? Nice. Was it Last good? Night AGT was on. Euro or? Nah, this is America, but none of the people I watched perform were from America. There was oh. a. Uh, oh. It's AGT season. It's a Tuesday night in the summertime. It's AGT yeah. season, Boom. baby. This is. So there has been a time where my goal in this entire television world was to end up as a judge on America's Got Talent. That's right. Sure. Like, if I end up with a chair in the judge thing in America's Got Talent, I've done this whole thing good. That mm-hmm. was the actual goal for a long time. Just because the most obscure shit happens yep. just right in yep. front of you awesome. at yep. the highest standard. You're, you're going to watch world-class performances from so many different things. that yep. it, It's a bananas concept. It's a great show. That would be a great time to do that. So I like watching people perform. Sure. I like watching people do shit live. I like watching people that have trained their asses off to do something, and in the biggest moments of their life, they fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of mental pressure that that would potentially take to do anything, I enjoy watching humans accomplish that type of stuff. That's why when Red Panda was in here, yeah. Oh, man. I was so excited because, like, Red Panda's trained her ass off. And every time she's on that unicycle, all eyes are on her, a lot of pressure on her. And we're talking about minuscule shit that can go, hey, that was a failure, that was Mm -hmm. a success. The amount of pressure that she has probably put on herself throughout her entire life to accomplish that stuff. Like, I enjoy watching her do it. Like, like that type of thing. Last night was the first time I seen something happen. Oh. Oh, uh These two dudes, I think from Western Africa, I I, I don't remember the... The one oh. balanced on the other motherfucker's head. I've seen this on the internet. This, yeah. They were they balanced. So not only do you have to hold the fucker up, you know, and like there's people that catch like bowling pins on their head sure, yep. and cool. on their nose, and then they they can move it to their jaw and do that whole thing. Yep. So the amount of balance that takes for your body to do, but like this guy had to be properly jocked yes, to have another 170 jocked. pounder just bouncing on his head. Put one little plastic like leather hat thing. And then this other guy flips up on their headstand on top of his head, okay, just like a leather little cap that's in there. And this motherfucker walked up and down steps, <laughs> and then he got on that ladder. What? He climbed up that, that ladder, wow. and then at the top he spun, had one foot on one side, one foot on the other, faced the crowd, right? So he fucking does a full turn Holy this guy shit. on his head, and then they do like a... Mm, Ta-da! Holy shit! And then he gets on the other side, and then he goes down or whatever. 
And he goes all, and then they do like this cool handstand thing at the end when they had to be exhausted. Yeah, oh my God. had to be absolutely exhausted. Yeah. The nature. Show's not ever holding that, and then plop them, plop the guy down, and then they do like this cool like fucking ending thing. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo, and that was it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. I'm like, God damn, what would have came out of my mouth if I was live? At that, when that was all happening. <laughs> sure. I, I have no idea. But thank God AGT was on last night because you're right, Connor. When there's no sports, yes. like the next four nights, we got sports, 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 sports. What, sports, what, sports. What, 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 what? It's like, oh, my God. Oh, Love it. Oh, my God. What last night, exactly. And then all of a sudden, it's like, nah. And this is what the future looks like. Exactly. Yeah. So shout out to AGT. Oh. But let's enjoy these next four nights. Last night was a nice little, hey, dip your toes in because this is what uh, all of basically the end of June, July, and the beginning of August are going to be like. God damn it. There was a Japanese dance. Dance crew, the Jabberwockies. No, Come so on. They, they had they had like stern dance moves, like the Jabberwockies, who mm-hmm. were lock poppers. Yeah, it was a, a a female crew. They all had the same exact haircut. Nice. Like there was like twenty. I'd say like twenty. Holy here they are. Shit. Yeah, awesome. Just. Absolutely remarkable. So there wasn't God. a letdown? Like, there wasn't just one or two? Like, there were multiple good performances? Because that's my problem with AGT. Yeah, they did lose their fastball for a couple seasons. Yes, yep. they yeah. did. We mm-hmm. go in there, and it's like, hey, I don't know about yeah. that. Last night, they had a couple. But these two were, like, back-to-back. Oh, so wow. that was a good time yeah. for me to maybe pop in. I don't know what the rest of the show. There's a woman, you know, calling her husband, you know, that whole thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. She's, from, she's from Iowa or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Is Simon still oh. a hard ass? No, Simon's soft. There, there was, there was a kid that stunk, and he did not tell the kid he stunk. And I thought he was setting up that. to tell the kid that he stunk, not too, but he didn't. He said, like, you had so much passion up there, he said. You know, like, and whenever he's talking about everything but talent, uh-huh. you think that Simon maybe is going to go old school American Idol and bring the hammer down. Yeah. I don't care if this is a 12-year-old, you know? Right. Like Coach JB, bearing an 11-year-old. Exactly. Like, like Simon wow. did not care the age. I think there's a little softer Simon. He has a kid now, but he could have buried a kid. He chose not to. So That's bullshit. That was very nice. What do you mean? Bear, some people need to be told, like, was- hey, maybe you're not supposed to do this forever. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think Simon just got to the point where he's too rich and doesn't want to deal with the drama. Exactly. That's right. He's on the panel exactly. these days. So it's uh, Heidi. Okay. It's, uh, yep. yep. Is Mandel? Sophia. Vagata. Yep. Ooh, nice. And uh, Simon and Howie. Okay. Does that mean jo- is Joe Manganiello ever around? I, I haven't seen him come out and just pop the tits a little okay. bit. Right. Because he is properly jocked. Yeah, yeah. Yes, let me know. He's Pittsburgh properly jocked. Yeah. Paisano from Pittsburgh is one of the most jocked guys in town. Yeah. Love that any town he walks into. Pittsburgh Italian boot. He is Pittsburgh Italian. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hope that guy's all right. Shout out. He's working. Anyways, right thank now. you, AGT, and any other shows that kind of get us through this low in sports, but we don't have that for the next four nights. No. I'm very pumped to watch Joker get back on the court. You have a good feeling about the Nuggets in, down in Miami, it feels like. Yeah, I think we're going to steal one. I don't know how. We, we, I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with the Nuggets. Whoever you're with. Yeah. <laughs> now with the Nuggets, they, they beat the King, and you, you, you can't go against it. But the Heat played the best game they've played the whole playoff series in that third quarter going into the fourth quarter of the last game. We'll just see if they can do it for uh, – how many games can they do that? I don't think they can keep doing it. You know, the interesting thing here is when I look at you, I think to myself, like, the most John Deere fresh motherfucker yep. yeah, exactly. of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the John Deere color scheme. It is. Mm-hmm. Which is cooler than <laughs> just about anything. You should make a song. <laughs> yeah, I've ever seen John Deere Fresh. Yeah, you should make a song about John, John Deere. Man, feeling there. the best. I mean, there are so oh, many words God. right there. I don't know where. Deere, too. Death, obviously. Fresh. 
Well, yeah. that's the name. Yeah. No, just run it back. Anyways, you look awesome. You should do that. I hope your team, the Nuggets, get a chance to win tonight. And I hope that we get to see Joker do some sick yeah. shit. Yeah. A lot of chatter about Joker not being able to score and the Nuggets win. Yeah. They're 0-3 whenever he scores 40 points. Obviously, we've all heard that stat. It's been drummed into our skulls. Mm -hmm. But 0-3 is an alarming number that when your best player scores more points than everybody else, sure. you don't win. And Spolstra says, ah! Mm -hmm. You know no basketball. He, Fool. he apologized you, for that. If that. you think that is, oh, did, did he? Yeah. To Ramona? Yeah. He said, sorry, okay. that she kind of took the brunt of that. Yeah, I you were the it. deliverer of the question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, there was a couple people that like were coming after us that were like, you don't think Ramona knows basketball? It's like, Ramona was asking a question that yeah. people were saying. Yeah. Yeah. We, never, she said it. we she said never said, like, Ramona came up with this concept. Yeah. She said people were saying, which yeah. is kind of... We are yeah. big people we're, are saying big. Yeah, love exactly. Because there is a lot of things that are said by people that we don't necessarily agree with, but it's right. certainly real. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. people are saying, like, this is certainly a real thing that's happening, which we need more of in society, I seeing agree. what yes. people that you don't agree with yep. and what they're saying. I so I don't think we ever thought that she was necessarily no. the creator of the Hold thought. On. So whenever he goes, ah, you fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. We didn't think he was talking remote. No, no, of course no. not. But there was people that thought that that was potentially happening. So I like the spoke in front of it. I assume he did not say though. Point still remains though. Oh yeah, yeah. he, he wasn't off. walking back what he said. He basically just said like, "Sorry that some people think I was taking a shot at Ramona Shelburne because okay. I was not." I am incredibly sorry, not for what I said, but for how you took it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. With that being said, I'd say it the same way every single time. <laughs> yep. I would hope that you would see where I was coming from, as opposed to me having to see. Where you were coming from. Bingo. Next question. We got the Nuggets tonight. Yes. And yes, we're going to try to have Joker not have any assists. Mm -hmm. What a special full heel. That'd Speaking be sweet. Of, one of the greatest heels of all time. Yep. Oh. Rest in peace, the Iron Sheik. Didn't want to do this. We always hope that every time we do one of these, it's the last time we have to do one of these. That's right. Mm -hmm. We have sent out requests and prayers to whoever would listen in hopes that no human would ever die again. Numerous times when yeah. we have to do moments of silence. You're here. But here we are yet again, and a legend has left this earth. That's right. We would like to have a moment of silence for Iron Cheek, a man, Cheeky Baby, that I got to meet at an event, shake his hand, and let him know that I thought he was... One of the most epic heels to ever exist. Mm -hmm. Hell of a story. You learn a story, where he came from, yeah. what he ended up doing, who he befriended, who idolized him. Mm -hmm. He was in a Young Rock episode looking good. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Dwayne Johnson's like, need Cheeky Baby in the locker room saying something awesome. Need him at the house uh, cookout. Need him there. Mm -hmm. Need Cheeky here, this type of place. Guys be loved by her. Rest in peace, Cheeky Baby. Rest in peace. Right, let's go to a commercial break. Smart. <laughs> I'm joking. That might be what life is like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyways, uh, rest in peace to Sheik. And also, I wish Bolster would have done a little healing. A little Sheiky baby at that press conference. Yep. But he knows he's got a lot of drama. They're in a 1-1 series right now. Need three more. They win the NBA Finals with this team. Spolster's legacy. Jimmy Butler's legacy is going to go through the roof. They know it. And it is right there. But on the other side, they got a team that seemingly... Plays bully ball, mm -hmm. does what they do. What? And to Pac-Man's point, there was a run in the middle of that game from the second quarter and the third quarter where Miami Heat was hitting everything and they were doing absolutely everything they could. And the Nuggets still had like a five-point lead, seven-point lead, eight-point lead. There was really no cutting into it. And the thought was like, damn, Heat are playing the best they've ever played. If Spolster was to draw up 
this is how I would want us to play. Right. And they played exactly like that. And the Nuggets still had the lead. We're still beating them. Mm -hmm. Then that fourth quarter comes around, and everything just somehow flipped for the Miami. Mm -hmm. Everything kept going, and then the other way, they couldn't keep up. So if the Miami Heat can continue to play this incredible brand of basketball that they've been able to knock off top seed Boston oh, yeah. Celtics right. and everybody else that they've been kind of get to game seven and knock off, if they're able to continue to do that, team of destiny feel, I think we'll all be very shocked yeah. because this Nuggets team seemingly deserves their first title. Yeah, Nuggets are awesome. Love Jokic and to pack point, like the Heat did play well, but that wasn't their best game. Like the first quarter, I mean the second quarter, they didn't play that well. It's that fourth quarter where they just take over, and it was on uh -huh. one of the shows that we were definitely listening to this morning. I think they're minus one point differential wise in the first quarter, minus eleven in the second, minus twelve in the third, and then they're plus ninety in the fourth quarter in the playoffs right now. That's so pretty good. it's That's absurd. Pretty good. It, it really is, and I. Personally, would rather see Jokic win his title, but I'm finding it very hard to kind of go against the Heat because this happens every time. We, we think they're still dogs at home. They're the eight yep. seed. How are you dogs at home if you make it to the final and getting three and getting yeah. three points? It just does. It's been. Are you bad on the Heat tonight? Uh yeah. Really? really? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry, okay. but I wow. I love Jokic. I love Jokic. I really do. I did not know Whoa. this. The way he okay. plays basketball is unbelievable. But somehow, some way, Spolstra and the Heat just figure it out, and they just win games. I you can say the Nuggets blew it at the end, but also the Heat. You know, they started out. They were up by, or they they were down by 12 points to start the fourth quarter. Two minutes into the fourth quarter, it's a tie game, or they're down by two. Like they just. Go on runs at the perfect moment. And they also hit shots at the end of games at the perfect moment. And I hate it as a Celtics fan. Fun fact, uh, the Heat were 30-49-3 and three against the spread in the regular season. Not good. Not good. Don't it, bet on it. I believe it might have been worse no. in the league. They are 14-6 uh, and six against the spread in the uh, playoffs. The best against the spread record in the playoffs. Completely different. Complete turnaround. Yeah. And, like, Everyone was on. Actually, it was surprising. Everyone was on the Heat game one because I think it was nine. And mm -hmm. then they saw what happened, and no one was on the Heat game two. And then now everyone's back on the Nuggets for game three. I don't know if it's because it's a short price. How much is everyone? Like 60, 70%? Like 70%, I think I just saw. 70% on the Nuggets. Yeah, Look just, at Connor, contrarian. It, well, this guy's like, he, he's the book. Well, we talk about the, and you mentioned right away, six feet above sea level. Like, if, if it's going to affect the Heat in Denver, you got to assume there's nah. some sort of. I know, Pac-Man, whatever I say that's against you, I know no. you're going to hate it. I, I respect that. No, I'm just that. saying, like, coming from Denver and going playing in Miami is way better. Like, it, it, it can, I don't, me personally, I don't think it, it can affect you like Denver can. So but, but here's, just, uh, here's a real thought, though. Like, Miami seemingly, and I'm saying seemingly because you can't have actual facts on this type of shit, seemingly in the best shape out of any team. Oh, for yeah. Sure. yeah feels and there, is it because of the way Pat Riley runs the operation yeah. down there and the standard and with Spo and the cardio and conditioning and the way it all goes, old school operation? Or is it because they're training in a sauna? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a real that's a real question. Pro probably we, we, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah eight yes. games. They've been, they should be in shape. They play in a lot of games. They play a lot Could of be games. worn out, though. Like, you could get sure. on the exact opposite yeah. side. Mm -hmm. You could say, oh, they got to be gassed because of how much basketball they've had to play. Seven-game series. And then the fourth quarters are their best quarters. It's like, this team seems to be built for the endurance game if they're able to just show up and show out. And it's crazy they're able to do that on the road in Denver mm -hmm. because the way training and car Cardio and yeah. endurance is kind of viewed at altitude versus maybe Donner in the swamp. I think that you, one is that one motherfucker is Jimmy. Yeah, he's real. Dude. Yeah, I think he's, if you like, just wake up. If you like the Nuggets, though, like I mean, after what Mike Malone said to them and kind of ripped their asses after Game Two oh, and like yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of challenged them, like 
they're good, and they've kind of – I mean, I don't want to say that they've like slept walked through the playoffs so far because they obviously played Phoenix, and that was a tough series with Durant and, and Booker and everything. But they won that pretty easily, and then they – you know, Sweep. Beat, Yeah, beat the yeah. hell out of the Lakers. Like, I think maybe they got a little bit comfortable, I mean, even though they're in the finals. But, Not like, anytime either. a good coach like that and you have a bunch of good players, especially a guy like Jokic, like, you get your ass ripped and you get challenged, I would expect them to show up tonight. Well, and, Different. like, the, to the Jimmy point, like, he wasn't even their leading scorer last game. Like, Gabe Vincent had 23 points. Bam had 20 points. Like, they do have a good team. It's just everything we see on the TV is about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I'm talking about fourth quarter. That's why it's about Jimmy, because in the fourth quarter, Jimmy yeah. get the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the first, second, third quarter, because they don't do shit in the first, Joining us now is a man who knows all about Miami, who Bruce Brown just said is 3-0 and in Game 3s this postseason. First game in Miami for all the series that they've had to play, they have won. Utilizing that Miami Heat on those Miami nights to their advantage. Ladies and gentlemen, a man is used to all of that. South Florida boy. Guy who's obviously an NFL vet, but now somehow the biggest fan of all time for the Florida Panthers. Yep. <laughs> shout out to the captain. C. Yeah. Shout out. In the A. And also the Miami Heat. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Darius Butler. C in the A. I like it. I like it. I love that Boston Connors better with his too. Damn, that makes me feel good. Okay, does it really? Does it actually make you feel good? Or is that one of those things that yeah. you're just kind of saying then that does alarm you that some people are maybe getting onto the Miami Heat train because you guys, eight seed, obviously two play-in games. Lose play-in game. Got to win play-in game. Then you sneak in and you guys become this completely different team. He just said you guys were like 34 and 49 or something against the spread during yeah. the season. And then now Doesn't you guys are matter. 16 and 4 against the spread in the postseason. You guys have completely flipped why is that how is that and do you think that they get this done yeah we had you know we had a lot of injuries during the regular season we didn't care much about the seeding like hey just get us in there we can fight we can turn it on get out we don't care like the culture down there we don't care who gets the, the headlines we know jimmy is gonna get the headlines most of the time we don't care who gets it kevin love gets thrown the starting lineup last week everybody's like hey man i don't know how they're gonna do this he comes out crashes the board outlet passing just completely changed the momentum but what i love about connor jumping on this i wouldn't say jumping on the train and jumping on the bed he's just a good gambler right he's been watching yeah, he actually, know he know connor he's been, a gambler. He, d but first of all don't get on here talking all about good, pa- good gambling pa- and you owe me you down in the I'm gambling series done yet connor knows this team better than anybody else in this studio right now we had a ton of playoff battles with the celtics so he knows how uh, things get when it comes to Miami. So uh, I'm excited about our opportunity down here. I think we win both of these games down here. I think that first game in this series was an outlier. We were coming off a seven-game series against Boston. It was tough. You go up in that altitude, it's going to kick your ass. Second game, we, we found our feet, and bam. Bam's been aggressive this series. 25 shots in the first game, I think 14 in the second. We go as far as Bam takes us. Hey, why was yes, he so I am mad? down to you currently, Pat. Why was he so right mad at that PR guy? I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. You, you know, you know, you dealt with PR a lot when you were with the Colts and obviously now. But so when that guy, you know, he probably some interview he set him up with, probably somebody he he let get an interview that he shouldn't got an interview with. You know, I, I have no clue uh, what it was behind the scenes. But hey, as long as Bam pissed off, we like it. And Pack, you're saying. The- the Golden Knights are up 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about Who cares? finding your feet in Denver? That's what you're saying? Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. And he's been real quiet on the hockey nights. Ooh. He had one night that he, he, you know, and you popped your call on me. I respect that. But <laughs> Hello, world. It's goddamn broom ready. I, I don't think y'all winning no hockey hey. games down there in, in South Florida. Hey, hey, I'll take them nights. 
some dogs, some absolute dogs. Your Knights, your Golden Knights, they're your Nuggets now too. But hey, it's your dogs <laughs> right now. But I'm a huge hockey guy, uh, Pat. You you knew to this arena. I'm a huge hockey guy. Let me take you down. Let me take you back in history. 2000, what is it, 2011, the Boston Bruins were down 0-2 to the Canucks. Guess who won that series? Who's that? Who's that? 2009, the Pittsburgh Penguins. They were down 0-2. That's right. won that series in seven? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh We know the series doesn't start until somebody gets a win on somebody else's ice. I think we'll hold down home ice, but Hey, I have you, been quiet. You don't say much when you get your ass whooped. Hey, you do remember, though, that NHL team, the Atlanta Braves, they were down – what were they down? They were down 3 <laughs> Down 3-1, maybe? Was yeah. It 3 And they were playing nah, against nah. the uh, – what's that? They are playing against – It was the Penguins. They beat the, the – sorry, Fox. They beat the Red Wings. Yep. Come on. No, but different – What different, did the St. Yeah. Louis Battlehawks do? The St. Louis Battlehawks They were playing in the, the Atlanta, NHL. Yeah, Atlanta Thrashers. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah they were – Six, seven were, years were ago. Were they down 0-2 or were they down 0-3 maybe? I forget yeah. what it was. You remember that, D-Butt? Did you see what the uh, Battlehawks did on the ice? Nah, I was a Hartford uh, Wilders fan <laughs> At that point, <laughs> oh, yeah. guy. It don't matter, Pat. All them, all them, all, everything you just read right there. Used to was a rooster. It won't happen. Oh, Dude. Oh, oh, you smell. I like that. I'm gonna write that one down. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Used to. If ifs and fists <laughs> were butts, then we'd, we'd be all drunk. be drunk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, what a time yeah. there. The Golden Knights, though, real deal. Yeah. Really? They're real deal. Florida yeah. Panthers are also. You guys got some like. You guys got some chippy play out of the boys. I don't yeah. know if you were watching the other night. We're talking like late <laughs> punches in the face, <laughs> cross yeah. checks to the back with punches to the back of the head. Good I mean, Chuck. which that, is what you have hey. to do when you're getting beat by five goals. You know, oh. you got to do something to kind of sway the momentum <laughs> a little bit. And that is the one thing I would say, D. But you know, you're talking about holding serve down there. Like Preach these tough. haven't been, you know, tooth and nail close game. Like Preach the tough. Knights have dominated and beat the fuck out of the Panthers Preach. in both Agreed. games. Like you're, <laughs> I tell you what, your boys Agreed. down there are gonna have to. They're gonna have to find some magic. <laughs> he, you know, quick. he's not wearing. That sweater, look at here. Yeah, that exactly. thing on. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Saving it. Where I'm is saving it? it. It's, it's, in the, it's in the dry cleans right now. I'm saving it. It's a lot of sweat in that thing. I had to clean it out. But Bob, Bob will bounce back at home. He got pulled out of net down 4 0. He'll, he'll bounce back. It was ugly. What we lose? 7 2. It was absolutely ugly. We Man. were, we were, we were starting shit. You gotta, you gotta start some shit when you get your ass. We try to change the momentum and do something. It didn't work. But Chucky, Bob, Swaggy, uh, Duke, we'll all be rolling down here in Sunrise once we get down here. And it's, uh, it's a long trip. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's something to get something out of them. Them nights, they tough. They scared me. Yeah, Everybody. you're damn right. They're you tough. guys playing a little dirty. Got to do what mm-hmm. you got to do down there. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it's tough though with this Golden Knights team. They're so mature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. so mature. They're getting punched in the face late. They're not even responding. Experience. What is that about? Well, that's what you guys do, I guess. This is it. You know, I've been a Penguins fan since birth. Yeah, I've loved the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Red Wings, that was a good little run until the Red Wings just completely fell off the yeah, place. So bad. Yeah. Next, pal. Face of the earth. Well, there's a chance people are saying that, but who knows? City Crosby's still on a squad. We are, we are, <laughs> we are going to play there. Getting to know this Vegas Golden Knights team, I want to let you know, they're built for this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're about it. Like, Jackie Aces comes in, and Jackie Aces, it ended with Buffalo terribly. Like, the way, yeah, they, talk, the way they talk about him, you would think he's all into that team. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like uh, they view themselves as like an island of misfits almost because yeah. the expansion draft, everybody's just kind of sent there. Like, their teams don't want him. For instance, Marcia or whatever, yeah. he was a Florida Panther, and then he was put up for the expansion draft. Now yep. he's in Vegas. He has a he has a Lambo out there that says, like, Vegas this, born. This yeah. is ve- like, he's mm-hmm. they're all very proud that they are – 
like together. That's a tough team to battle, especially when they're incredibly tough in a sport like hockey. But hey, Kachuk's a superstar. Back to basketball, though. Tony has a question. Yeah, D Butts, now that we're back in Miami, um, I was wondering, like, who's the Spike Lee? Who's the Jack Nicholson of the Heat? Is, is it Khaled? Like, when we're talking about being on the floor, who is <laughs> who is the ringleader of the on the floor seats down in Miami? Let's go. Khaled. Khaled is on the floor. Hopefully it becomes uh, messy once he get down here. Yeah, uh, we got a young lady who always wears a different decked out Miami Heat dress. Uh, we got a lot of different people, a lot of different celebs that are in and out of Miami. We don't have that Spike Lee, that Jack Nicholson. Um, not that I can think of right now, at least. How about you? Why don't you go pay twenty grand a pop? Yeah, yeah. come you on. Put your foot on hey, the wood. All four games. Can't afford it. That's above my tax bracket. The Saudis have not called me yet. <laughs> can't afford that yet. Got kids. Got too much going on, baby. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. They do. Call. The Saudis could buy every courtside seat <laughs> yes. to every NBA game forever. Yeah, the rest of the time forever. in perpetuity. Forever. Uh huh. We want. Which one do you want? <laughs> All, all of them. Of them. Mm-hmm. At which game? All, all of them. G League? Fuck G League. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Might all as well. Them. And then they just leave it empty, and then the crown prince just comes in. He's sitting all by himself. Mm-hmm. And then taking that. And 30 Falcons. And yeah. 30. <laughs> lined up yeah. falconry. Just doing the entire thing. Where's Khaled? He's in the studio. Is he at the games? He was in the Bahamas, I saw. Does he know that yeah. the NBA Finals is happening? He obviously knows that. He's so focused on a studio album. It's like, hey, pal. We also need you courtside with the pillow underneath your shoes. That's ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> DJ Khaled, whoa, whoa. 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 you're saying DJ Khaled's ridiculous? What is your problem? Whoa. I mean, that's a part. That's a part of who he is. Of course, he's ridiculous. All he does is win. <laughs> whoa, come win, on. Fuck. No matter what, the the, the pillow under his shoes was a little, you know, match a little OD. But Khaled does his shoe collection is crazy, as you would expect. But a lot of golfing, a lot of studio time. There is no summer. Without DJ Khaled, we know that. But he'll be uh I would bet I would bet he'll be he'll be on the court uh tonight for sure. Hell yeah, I hope he is. What if he yeah. just has two golf clubs with him? Oh, oh what if at halftime he yeah. comes out and he does that full court putt thing? Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, this entire section right here wins pizza on me. <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> and he makes two, two golf bags. Oh. So let's go golfing. And then it's the less golf. So you got, you know, come on. You got to have the, the Louis. You got the Louis golf bag. You got the. You want to know how I yeah. think that happened? So he was promoting let's golf. Yep. Yeah. Remember before the golf digest uh, cover. Yep. He was promoting there for like four days. Let's golf. Let's golf. Yep. Let's golf. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, wow, Khaled, actual good golfer. Holy shit. Stick. Yeah. DJ Khaled is a golfer. Yeah. yeah. And then he would always, let's golf, you know? Mm-hmm. So then the fucking. Article comes out, the magazine comes out, and it says, let's go golfing. I think there's a chance there's a miscommunication between yeah. what the saying is Ooh. and what they're going to report. Because now he's let's golf and let's go golfing in each of them. And I think he was forced into the let's go golfing. He's like, well, that's not what I was fucking saying. <laughs> yeah. What I was saying was, let's golf, man. That's, that was his thing. Backed into a corner. So I think maybe I, Golf Digest I, I, added to let's go golfing. Come on. Like, uh, I, I just saw you in the sim, though. What, what did you end up in that round? What did you end up hitting? So I hit a seven on nine. That's not good. Two balls OB. But the reason why they want OB is because I hit the ball too good. You know, so, so okay. you tell me one over the green into the into the water there at Pebble Beach. Everybody says eight foot okay. gimmies. You know, it's a little bit. Yeah. They normally give you six foot gimmies on a sim. I, I bump it up to eight. Sure. And not every seven footer is going to fall. OK, mm-hmm. so I understand so, well, that I'm stealing stuff here. But, I got a question over the gimmies. I know you guys are, are you've been golfing longer than I have. So sometimes you get paired up with some random people and, you know, you get a putt and it gets close and they just kind of get it out of there like, oh, you made it. You got it. 
What's the deal with that? Is that like, because I don't like gimmies. I'm not good enough for gimmies yet. What's the... Oh, the they, they think they're doing you a favor. Yeah. They think they're doing you a favor. What, what are yeah, they giving it to you on? How many times is it taking you to get to the green? No, I, when I'm on the green, I'm talking about for par, but it doesn't matter Three what foot. stroke it is. But once you get it, let's say it goes out the cup and it's like, you know, four inches from the cup. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Deserve that's, it. that's good yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah. yeah nah, hell nah. If you have I, to I ask, put it out. That's Browns, the rule. But yeah. they're trying. That's them trying out. to be nice. That's them trying to be nice okay. to you, not the complete opposite. It's not yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to see this guy miss a fucking three footer. Exactly. That's them saying, hey, don't exactly. even worry about it. It's good with us. Normally they say good with us, right? Yeah. And they're kind of. Yeah, they like, that's good with me. That's good with me. I'm yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. That, ain't, that ain't good for me. I got to see it go in the cup. I got to. Well, hey, listen, I don't know. you can tell them that, but they are trying to like just make your life easier. Trust us, D Bucks. That's good for you. When they give to you, take it. Yeah. In take f- forever oh, yeah. take it. Take it. Forever. Yeah. Forever. And I'm at the stage now, and I'm not a big time golf. Let's golf. Let's I'm, go. not a, I'm not a big, like, uh, I haven't golfed for a long time. I, I try to golf. But I'll tell you what, I'm lobbying for everyone they give. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry's dad, Del Curry, this fucking asshole. <laughs> he was watching me booze at this one event. This is my first time really competing against anybody in golf. First time I was in the Bahamas. It was awesome. Place was cool. It was the Aaron Rodgers versus Chris Paul thing. Mm-hmm. NFL guys versus NBA guys. I was not brought in there to golf at all. I was there strictly for vibes. Yep. And everybody knows that. But I put together a pretty good little I wasn't playing that bad. It was me and Thielen versus Chris Paul and Del Curry. Those are good golfers. Oh, yeah. Play. And me and Thielen. Thielen's a great golfer. We're doing well. Yeah. I won with Scobie before then nice. against Ray Allen and uh, Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then we played Chris Paul and Del Curry. And it was, uh, I don't know, it wasn't alternating shot. I think it was just best score. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just best score or something like that. Feeling's a stick, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Del Curry was watching how much I was boozing. He saw me the night before and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I had no shoes on. And I, I mean, I was very, I was having a good time out there. And uh, I would get up there two footer, three footer, you know. Yeah. And I'm like waiting for them to say it's good, you know, just like, all right. <laughs> okay. You know, and Del's like, I'm gonna have to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Del actually says out loud. So, first one I make, boom, fuck you, Del. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then pick it up, you know, because I'm trying to let him know, like, yeah. I'm trying to play a game now, like, hey, I always make those. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I mean? It's automatic. Del did not believe me, though. He did not. Three holes later, yeah. it was closer. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna have to see that. Ah, damn. Rip. Every time I see lip I gotta out. see it go in. Lip out. I gotta see it go in. They win the hole. Yep. Damn. All of a sudden mm. now I got a little beef with Thielen. <laughs> Dell is happy as fuck walking <laughs> off. He's like, that's a full mental game. So I would say personally, as somebody that doesn't love the putting aspect of golf, which is a mess, take the gimmies, but they are just trying to help you out, not not the other way around. Got How's your game? You sense. suck? You good? Uh I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I just got some new clubs, which uh, That's well, they haven't come in yet. But when they do come in, I feel like I'm looking forward to that because what I was told from the guy, they probably tell everybody this when you get fitted for new club. Oh, these clubs, these are for 55-year-olds. You're, you know, your, your swing is too strong or this, oh, that, no. and the third. So once I get these new clubs, um, I, I feel like I have a better gauge on where I am. But uh, it's a tough game, man. It's a tough right. game, but, uh, you know, I like it. So Love. the stiff shaft ones, you got to swing now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have that's to. That's what sw- I got. I'm going to the stiff shaft here. My, yeah, my stiff shaft swing was like 65 grams, though. So that's too light. Wait, I, I, I it shouldn't be wiggling, I guess. But I gotta. Anytime I try like the stiff shaft, people tell me like, "Oh, you swing. You should try the stiff shaft." If you don't fucking swing, yeah, you gotta go after it. That thing is going way right because you can't 
can't get it around because it's way behind or whatever. Mm -hmm. So good for you, man. Getting your own set of clips. I got my first fitted pairs here as well. Pac tried to break them, but they're right up. Uh, <laughs> they did his best. They're right up here. They're my first time. I've been training every morning. It's a good time to get good at golf, bro. How would you feel? Okay. Let's go, D. We all gonna get good. How would you? Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's get very good at golf. Now is a good time to get very good at golf. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Feels like there's more money going into golf than there ever sure. has been before. Let's get good at golf. Let's golf. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's golf. You know what I mean? But let's talk about yesterday as a professional athlete, and obviously, yeah. In the NFL, I think we are all much more prone to, and I, I guess the NBA as well. We're thinking business all the time because yeah. we get introduced to a sport in a league. That is business. And normally when you introduce uh, get introduced to the NFL or to the NBA, you're happy to be there. Oh, man, I get to play a kid's game Oh yeah, for a king's ransom. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. so much fun. Woo, I love yeah. football. You know, this is amazing. And then you get fucked. Mm -hmm. You know, something happens business-wise. <laughs> you get cut because there was, uh, we need another corner. So you're a linebacker that needs to get cut, actually. We'll bring you back next week. They're not bringing you back next week. Right. And then uh, you get signed somewhere else. You're getting paid significantly less money. You're getting cut. Like, there's mm -hmm. just, there's moments that happen that introduce you to the business. Like, oh, these people do not give a fuck about me, actually. Mm. They are just only worried about what I can do for them. So I need to be viewing it the exact same way. You know, how can I, how do we both make money off of this? When the Live Golf came in and they offered guys $800 million what? and $500 million what? and $300 million what? and $200 million what? and $130 million. What? And those guys all say, no, I'm taking a stand. While wearing, okay, they got Nike check marks all over their bodies. Yep. Okay? Nike check marks all over their bodies, whatever mm -hmm. other sponsor they have. And I assume those companies completely clean. Completely clean. No for dirty money. Uh, completely, completely yeah. clean. And they take a stand as if they are doing this for the PGA and they are good humans and they get celebrated for it, Ooh. which I can respect as well. When I heard $500 million turned down, it was hard not to just be like, damn, good for you. You must come from a great place, <laughs> but good for you, dude. Like, that is really noble of you. I didn't understand why everybody was mad at the guys that took a bunch of money, but the guys that didn't take the money, it wasn't like we bashed them. It was like, yeah, good for you. And then Jay Monahan just says, thanks for doing that. You kept our league alive. Now that you did that, we're actually going to take the yep. payday that you might have passed out on. So thank you for not taking it. They seem, even though they have a $620 billion budget, they have $500 million more, Rory, because you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Tiger, when we were negotiating, there was actually an extra $800 million actually in there the, because you. So thank you. Great move. And uh, Zalatoris, we were able to sneak it because we were like $150 million off. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, actually, we're going to give that to Will Zalatoris. So we'll just um, give it to the PGA. Yeah, add that and, so like it all kind of – could you imagine yeah. how they – Rory came out oh, and said he's cool with it. I'm a sacrificial lamb. I was the one to help keep PGA together. And I guess he will be Ooh. remembered for that. But could you fathom the, the way Monaghan – kind of seemingly did the, these guys that are there, that are his superstars and they're handling it and they're going to be classy and everything like that. But damn, that's tough. I thought about it all last night, like 10 yeah. times. Brutal. 10 times last night. 800 million for Tiger, 500 for that, that's, that's tough. And who knows what the other numbers were for, you know, the other guys that turned it down. And then for them to flip, what is this, a year? A year later, uh, they, they flip and, you know, getting the yeah. business together, not quite a merger, but getting the business together. They got to be sick to their stomachs, man. But this is this is this is how business goes, man. Especially with a lot of people on these uh, when they get to that podium, you know, whether it's CEOs, head coaches, politician, they always feed you the bullshit. You know, we all argue and talk about it, and the people behind the scenes find out how to grease their palms the best. And that, this is just played out just like that. I think Jay, 
he'll he'll still be right in that same position. You know, it will be there'll be a lot of talks for months, and then he'll, he'll keep going and be in that same position. I think Rory is already kind of backed him, like yeah, he can get through this. Um, and Rory will be all right. Yeah. Tiger's definitely gonna be all right. But I mean, it's absolutely yes, they'll be okay. The guys I mean, who who you know turned down 50, 100, 150. like that's 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 absolutely nuts. Man. And I think Jay Monahan is uh, the golfers and Jay Monahan and Lil Clay see each other more. I think than like Goodell yeah. and the yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah. I I yeah. don't know how he keeps his job. I mean, he's going to no for sure a thousand percent. But like I. Those guys want to fucking kill him. Today. Allegedly, it was uh, 90-10 right. negative to positive reaction in the players-only meeting. Didn't even know there was a 10%. And then when I heard the 10% was potentially Rory. Uh-huh. Exactly. Rory actually came out, I guess, and said uh, to the 227th-ranked player, whenever he called for Jay to be re- uh, resign or whatever, Rory said, just play better <laughs> golf or something. Like that. It's like, Rory said? Damn, because like, Rory- I thought Rory potentially in the front of the line going, you're going to have to explain to me what the yeah. fuck is yeah. happening. You owe me $500 million. So it's like the 10% positive allegedly almost came from like the person that we thought would potentially be the most yeah. negative. But, I mean, good for Rory. This is, some of Rory's comments Who? makes me think that they they assured Rory that he's yeah. going to get his. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing. Kyle <laughs> Porter just reported that Monaghan on Rory and Tiger stated their loyalty would be rewarded. And I was talking, no big deal, now we're texting each other, Scott Van Pelt. Mm-hmm. And... I said, the only way that you really, because he said there has to be an aha moment. That's what Scott, Scott said, I've been covering these things for too long. At some point, there'll be something revealed that'll make you go, oh, that's why they made the decision. Right now, seemingly all question marks. What if the aha moment is like, they already, that? Ain't no aha moment. You turn down a hundred. Hold on, no. though. Hold on, though. What if they negotiated that all these guys get like 80% of the money that they were offered? Yeah. But that like 75% of the money that they were offered is already in the negotiations. And the guys just don't know that yet, maybe, or they okay. haven't like got that, like, that could happen, right? Because you're talking about a never-ending pit of money. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that there is, they're still going to get their money, which is everybody's big question mark about the whole thing is obviously sold out to a place that doesn't mm-hmm. do great things. That's part of it. Ever history. But on the other side, you fucked over your guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not only did you sell out here, you they also can. sold out these guys. That's a tough thing to kind of come back for. Not good. And then boom, what if they're like, well, all that 75% is 75% not good? They don't have to do it. And it's like, yeah, I guess that would be the the oh, this is how this is gonna work I, out for I've seen a lot of the aha moments might be the the litigation and the PGA and didn't want to go to a deposition and open their books and reveal that they mm-hmm. might have just been bleeding money yeah. uh, and all of that. that. That's what I'm seeing a lot of that. Money. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about for the players. No, I know. Uh, yeah, players. It um, has to be the money thing for the players. That would be, that would be the only thing only that makes thing. this right. It's all yeah. money. Oh, yeah. Only thing. And that's why Rory would be it. saying that, is that if he knew, we, like, oh, we, okay, I'm still getting $400, $350 million in oof. this deal. So much money still. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. Zalatoris is the big one. Yeah. For sure. Zalatoris is a big one. Who knows if he's going to be able to play golf? Who hurt his back, right? Yeah. 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 He hurt his back. Yeah. Pretty important part. He could have 10X his career earnings. Let's 5X these things. Let's juice these things. Let's juice the live plus. Saudi's on a hell of a a PR run right now. I don't even think it it matters as much about the sports. I think it's more about diversifying for them. But uh, that's a bigger story for a different day. No, no. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. We talked about diversifying and then becoming a, a fully westernized culture like yep. overnight trying to become that. Yep. Because I guess over there, all the restaurants that we eat at over here that are chain restaurants, I guess they're all in Saudi Arabia. Right? Mm-hmm. Like all the chain restaurants yeah, you no think of, they're, they're over there right Dominated. now. I guess they do well over there. There's obviously a 500, I don't know if it's 500 billion or 50 billion or 500 million. 
some so much money being spent to build a ski resort there. Oh, yeah. They're trying to build up their soccer league. Like I think like overnight they're attempting to be catch up to like everything that's happening in the world. Yeah. Five hundred billion dollar ski resort. Yeah. That's what that's gonna be a nice ski resort. Yeah, five, yeah. Fun. Five hundred yeah, billion dollar ski resort in Saudi Arabia in the middle of the yeah, desert. Thing. And the Olympics are going there. So I mean that that says something at least. The Asian Winter Games, Saudi Arabia wants to build an enormous ski resort in the middle of the desert, a mega project called Trojina is Ooh. expected to cost an eye-watering $500 billion. So I think that's what they're attempting to do. Wow. Now, you can think a little deeper about the business side of this whole thing. They've made money off of oil for a long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. Now, is there a chance that oil consumption is going to go down a little bit with the modern technology for sure. and everything like that? Already are, down 50%. Yep. There it is. So are they attempting to, you know maintain being forever super ridiculously hilariously wealthy in the future are they trying to project ahead and try to turn it all probably we assume there's some business side of it but they got a lot of money yeah and that money's going everywhere (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. that money's going everywhere spending you you, you think they come after the nfl they they start a football league so they would get a team right i think they would just try to buy a team oh whole fucking league League would be oh, tough, yeah. I think. A team would be tough, too. You well, think? they've bought they teams. They do, do games over there, but, like, a team? No, because it, it'd be like they'd buy— No, no, them buying a they'd team. Buy, they'd, or they'd buy, when there's expansion, they'd buy a team in, like, London, because I think the guy who is who runs the PIF, like, he's the chairman of, like, Newcastle United, yeah, so they're already in Yasir al-Rumiyan. Yeah, exactly. I think that would make the most sense. Like, whenever there is expansion, it's like, hey, these guys will pay whatever— whatever the fee is to, to get a team in London or because they already have a presence over there. So imagine Bezos in the NFL and then these guys in the NFL. What if they just rebuilt every stadium? So With much money. <laughs> like they could actually do that. They would still get taxpayer money somehow to fund these stadiums too, somehow. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be a thing. Well, that's like the Broncos guy who used that fund. Yeah, to, as soon as they get the Walton. Yeah, the Waltons. The Walton family were $20 billion yeah. or whatever. As soon as they get in there, they're like, oh, we're going to need this fund to give us $150 million because mm-hmm. we got to do some upgrades to the stadium. You guys get it. And then the NFL is like, yeah, smart. This money isn't even anybody's money. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. kind of money is just floating around. Cycles. If you want it, you got to do what you got to do. So much money, though. Like, a lot of people were wow. listening to us talk about it yesterday, and they're like, I'm trying to pay my bills, and, and we're talking about an $800 million yeah. loss. It's like, I understand what you're saying, okay? And I concur completely. With that being said, just quickly put yourself into Rory's Nike pants and Nike yep. polo mm-hmm. and Nike shoes. And then think about staring at a piece of paper and said, hey, we'll give you $500 million. Guaranteed. Right now. <laughs> All you got to do is come golf less at this other league. And Rory goes, I will not be bought. He goes to Jay Monahan. They tried. They tried with his accent. They tried, you know what it mm-hmm. is. They gave me five hundred million dollar offer, half a billion dollars. They were going to give That's me. nuts. Half. A, I didn't do it because I want the PGA. And Jay Monahan's like, "Thank you, sir. Yeah. We will never forget you. You're the best." And then a year and a half later, Jay Monahan's like, "So you guys were going to give Rory five hundred? Wow, we got all of the Rorys. We got, <laughs> you got a lot we got of Rory them. and you know what I mean. <laughs> the so next what Rory. What would you give? I mean, yeah, I just told him he's a fucking idiot. I mean, <laughs> what a he turned out half a billion. Yeah. Some of these guys just have no concept of what the world is about. For you know. And then Jay just says, "Boom, give it to me." That's a that's a crazy thing to think of. No matter where you are in life, how it is, that is a crazy. I don't want to say backstabbing, but seemingly for sure, just yeah. throwing somebody completely under the bus. Yeah, 
I mean, at least at least for the fan, and now I'm a fan of golf, at least hopefully we get the best players playing against the best players, you know, week in, week out. And that's what Jay wanted. Jay said there's too much tension in golf. We want all the good golfers in one place. We need to have it. Connor has a question for you, D-Bud. Yeah, D-Bud, now we're just talking about, you know, people just, you know, money and all that stuff. How's Bitcoin doing? Because last time we checked yesterday, and you are someone who claims to have diamond hands, last time we checked – Bitcoin's down about forty thousand dollars. So where does that sit right now? From what? From the all-time high? I mean, yeah, from sixty-eight. Right. Yeah, Bitcoin's all right. Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin, down two more grand today. Bitcoin, Ethereum. Those are long plays. This is not financial advice. It's for entertainment purposes only. But those are the two cryptos that are still good out there. I mean, there's a lot of shit coin going on. A lot of finessing going on in that space. I think those two are still the good ones. But Apple. That's where, hey, Apple, for now, later, forever, pass it down okay. your kid. That's obviously. All right, let's talk go. about Apple real quick. Uh, what do you think Methy, Methy was offered by Apple, ooh. by the MLS, by everything Adidas. to end up at mm-hmm. Inter-Miami? Uh, huge news. Miami continues to win in the sports yeah, world. Too much. What are your thoughts on this? Obviously, Beckham making big-time plays. But Methy officially coming to the MLS in the form of Inter-Miami. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all very pumped about it. It's only on Apple, though, I think, and some games on Fox. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll be able to see what he does. Mm-hmm. But the Cheapest ticket one from like twenty five bucks to three hundred twenty nine oh, yeah. bucks uh, for these inner Miami games, knowing the Messi's on his way. Instant impact business wise, also instant impact credibility wise for the MLS. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the Saudi League, yeah. mm. we would assume Benzema potentially yeah. here, for sure, and maybe Cristiano Ronaldo, yep, depending sure. upon how these contracts are being constructed. What is Miami doing, buzzing right now with the thought of the best player on earth coming down? Yeah, they're buzzing right now. And uh, the current stadium that they play in is in Fort Lauderdale. We were promised a stadium in Miami right near uh, the airport that they haven't broke ground on yet. So hopefully this advances that. But I would assume that Messi probably got some cut, obviously, to Apple and, and Adidas and probably like perpetuity, like forever. You know, so obviously, you know, uh, Saudi getting three, offering three or four hundred million dollars a year. That would obviously be great for, you know, your playing career. But if you got something that's going to pay you forever, and once again, this is another person who, you know, how much is your lifestyle going to change uh, with the type of money he's already making? Uh, but I, we were talking about this on the show, actually. I was in the Thunderdome. This might have been during the fall when it, uh, this news broke. So uh, obviously I'm excited about him coming down here. Definitely going to try to get into some of those games. I can't wait to put that fucking jersey. He's still got it. He's got oh, yeah. that jersey that kid, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to throw that kid on for sure <laughs> with, old, with old Methy down here. Oh, you're going to go to the pitch and throw the kid on and maybe get a couple of digs in and you know, support Methy, formerly of Barcelona. What? Allegedly, he was going to go to Barcelona yep. for like however many months to save their company. Right. Six months. And then he was going to come to Inter-Miami in get offered a bigger company. Yep. So he was like, I needed to at least do a favor to this team that I grew up with. Let me save their company because once I left, I went to PSG and ended. Didn't see him at PSG at all. No, no. not really. No. What happened in, at in PSG? Bar- wait, Bar- Barcelona fell off? After? Yeah, I, I guess. Financial-wise. When he left, like okay. business-wise, it kind of just all crashed. Yeah, the pandemic. So crashed. there was a thought that he was going to go back play for them, kind of save their business almost, and then he was going to go to Miami. Allegedly, that was going to happen. Well, yeah. Is there a worry, too, in Miami that if Methy comes and then the Heat and the Panthers lose, then Methy is cursed in Miami all Oh, of a the Miami Methy uh, curse. Bingo. Ooh. Wow. Nah, Something to think nah. about. I'd be worried. Hey, nah. you see, I, I seen a picture out of a lady's house down there in Florida. Actual Florida Panther outside stalking her house. Did you see that? Hell yeah. No. There's like 200 what, what of these things left. 
Uh, Tampa, maybe I don't know. It was oh, on the shit. it was on the nightly news. I guess there's only like 200 Florida Panthers left, and they just look like uh, American Lions, sweet, oh, pretty what? much. And there was one just walking outside of a lady's home, looking okay. in through the window. Oh, middle of the oh day, one of the most terrifying, freaky looking. Th- it, it looked like a fucking jungle cat walking around. No, thanks. so sweet. And it's during the NHL playoffs with the Florida Panthers doing their thing. I thought it was like a pretty cool little sign. Yeah, but then. It just walked into the woods, I think. Well, I mean, if you... There it is. There it is. Oh, what the fuck? That's in your state. I mean, that's a Miss Brooks situation, correct? The teacher you guys had with the orangutan? Yeah, she had a... That was a a, pet, though. Yeah, she had a a pet orangutan. Mm -hmm. Oh, this one isn't her pet. No, this lady said, I felt uncomfortable like something was watching me, and then I turned, and it was a jungle cat. Oh. And then, boom, Florida Panther, only 200 of them left. Very much near extinction. Good omen. You think it's a good omen? Good omen. Good omen. That I'll take you, but I mean, two hundred of them left. That's a, that's a bad looking motherfucker too. Look at the muscles. Things yeah, awesome. Pretty jacked up. I mean, it's, I, I do the gators. I don't know how it would do with an American lion out there in the mountains. No chance. I don't think that'd be fun. You know, you think mountain lion, American lion, first yeah. Florida panther, who wins? Mountain mm. lion. Oh, uh, yeah. who has yeah. higher ground? The well, this is like the Nuggets in the Miami. They, they'll have. Two games up there, okay. and then okay. two games down in Florida. So in a seven-game series. It'll be a seven-game What's an American scrap. line? What's an American line? That's the... That's what that one is. Out in Denver. You know those things out in the mountains? Panthers are actually larger than mountain lions, apparently. Nah, not, not that one. one. Not, not that, that one, one we saw. Not that one that we Do Panthers have that in the repertoire? What's that? In Denver? No, in the mountains. These things are up in the mountains. They... The only reason why I know they exist and know that there are some bad motherfuckers is because there was a viral video of somebody walking their dog or something on like a mountain trail. And then all of a sudden this thing just walks on and goes, how you doing, motherfucker? And it is massive. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the person starts backing up and this American lion goes on its hind legs Mm -hmm. and then goes... And starts fucking floating down oh, the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I did see no. that You remember that? Those are the real things. Yeah, when they were like, yeah, the hell. Woo. I didn't know those existed in our country. I had no idea that I could happen no. upon one of those while walking around. I didn't know these motherfuckers in Florida. 200 of them. That's, yeah. that's news to me. Sheesh. So Panthers the are larger the than the animal. American Lion? What is the American Lion called, actually? We started calling it. I thought it was the American Mountain Lion. Yeah, it's Mountain Lion. I actually thought Mountain Lion. Yeah. yeah. But they are based here in America. Yeah, the, right. yeah that's our type. Seeing one that just got filmed in Michigan that is giant. A mountain lion? Yeah. They're in Michigan? The hell? Gotta be the UP. Get those things out of here. What the hell's so UP? Wolf Wait, somewhere. Those, he, by the he way, this, this Panther Depot was in Naples. Okay. So out west, but still, shit. Didn't know they were here. So 200 of them? All right. I gotta keep my eyes peeled. I'm outside a lot now. Yeah, hey, keep your eyes peeled <laughs> too I, I, for I, a sweet. Gators. Yeah, that's right. Nah, nah. We still, we, we, we still, we cool on that. What if you guys get swept? What if the Golden Knights just sweep the Panthers? It's, it's possible. Oh, it's really possible. They are some dogs. Obviously, we're down 2 0, but hey, we ain't scared. Home ice, we're going to hold be. it down. Aiden Hill, though. Uh, Aiden Hill's standing on his head. That's yeah. like that guy from America's Got Talent. Yeah. We almost need to just put Aiden Hill's head <laughs> on, on both yeah. of those on the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's going to be tough to score on that. He's a jungle cat, a panther, an American mountain lion, what? and somebody that's going to win America's Got Talent at the same goddamn time. He's a dog, as are you. We appreciate your time. Have an incredible day, buddy. Appreciate you, fellas. Hello, world. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> and joining us live from Manatican, Ohio, is a man who's a college football national champion. That's right. Whoa. Still got the ring. 
Pretty big deal. Can't fit on his fingers because he, he. Exactly. But he wears it on a necklace whenever he goes into a car dealership yeah, in Columbus, Ohio. Has to. And says, you got one of these? That's why I thought I'll take one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just gets to drive any car he wants out of that yep. fucking place. He right. it all the time. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yep. Same yep. exact thing whenever he's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Green Bay, they have the football team there, the Packers. He's the all-time leading tackler for that team. A lot of people have put Damn. the Green Bay Packers uniform on and tackled other humans. Yep. Nobody has tackled more humans than this guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's Whoa. the champion of Ohio. We all know what that means. Something. Yep. Of course. He's a COVID survivor, father of 10. Ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. A.J., how you doing, pal? I'm doing great. Just took my, my ring off, had my ring around my neck. You know, I do that all the time. Yeah, not all a bad play by you, especially right. over there amongst the Ohio Fox. I guess now you just have to kind of put that Ohio champion trophy on a necklace. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So whenever you walk into the local O'Charlie's, they give you <laughs> yeah, of yep, course. free app. Free, free app. Yeah, the chop house. Yeah, yeah, I give you, yeah. give you all that type of stuff. Uh, let's <laughs> talk about some uh, sports happenings around the globe. Obviously, tonight the NBA Finals have their game three down in Miami. You think Hemi Butler? and the boys are going to be able to go back-to-back in this series in which they look like they're going to get completely blown out of. Do you like the Miami Heat at home? They're 3-0 and in Game 3s at home this particular postseason. This team does something special. Eight seed that lost their first playing game, then won the next playing game. They had two playing games. It was weird, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Because no. yeah. yeah. that would be a playing game. Yep. Yeah. 7-8. They lost nine. the 7-8, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, they go on a run. Or the Denver Nuggets going to remember who they are. The team that swept the LeBron James and Los Angeles Lakers out of the fucking primetime slot. That they had to hang out for 10 days with no basketball. You think the NBA was happy about that? No. Who cares? The team's so damn good. How do you see tonight going, A.J. Hawk, as we stare down four straight nights of Miami sports action? So first off, what's the line here for this game? Three. 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 Miami is favored? Underdogs. Underdogs at home. Are they pretty pissed about this? It has been all... I think they're pissed about everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I mean, honestly, I like Miami. I really do. And I'm not not with the three points or whatever. I'm picking Miami to win this game at home. I'm not saying they're going to win two in a row, but I definitely think they can win this one tonight. No, this would be two in a row because they won the last game. So <laughs> You know what I mean. Don't they play two in Miami? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're talking about the next two. Got it. You I think that, I think yeah, Denver needs to split it in Miami, obviously, and I think that probably happens. Okay, so that's a full on prediction there from AJ. Tonight goes to the Heat money line plus one twenty eight. Love it. Don't even need the three. Fucking keep them at home. That's right. Ooh. Then next game, yeah, the Nuggets going to be bad. Yeah, look out <laughs> they're going to get used to that weather down there. You know, they're not going to be out in the bot down there on South Beach. They're going to be used to putting the ball in the basket because that's what the Denver Nuggets do. It's always about what's the angle. Entire reminded me of the angle when Malone basically blamed the game. Game two on effort. So, yeah. Nuggets tonight for me because of the old big E word. Look for foul issues, yeah. maybe. Mm, effort. Maybe too physical. Too effort. much effort. Yeah, depending upon who the refs, do we know who the officials are? Oh, uh, not sure. They Ooh. definitely have been announced on Twitter, but I don't know who. Is it that guy that had that burner that was talking shit on everybody? He's a big Celtics fan. What a scumbag. Yeah. No, he is not allowed uh, to tweet because of that investigation. He's not a big Celtics fan. Yeah, yeah he was. Well, his fa- his family was. And then people pulled up that, you know, oh, well, why was he making this face when they scored a basket? It was a ridiculous basket, okay? It was a great, great shot. You see refs all the time go, whoa, stuff like that. Yeah, especially that in WWE. Like, I, I think whenever I was doing my superplex, you true, saw the ref go, oh. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you're seeing that in the fucking NBA. Oh, not, yeah. On a yes, pretty, you are. Ah, yes, a consequential are. play like that? Yes, you are. He's also at midcourt, so it's not as if he's standing underneath the basket, you know, calling a foul on the guy. Tonight we got Tiny Brothers, been around long time. Oh, long, great We got ref. Josh Tiven, this guy is straight out of the Harvard lacrosse squad, but I 
Yep. Ref basketball. That's he right. knows Great ball. Ref. And then obviously you got Kevin Scott who's just having a good time. Happy uh-huh. to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Big smile. Move. Yeah, he's just having he's, a good time. He's happy to be here. So these guys are going to be in charge of it. But do you think of that effort thing? It's like, all right, he's talking about that. Like, does he, make me worry. I almost forgot about that. That makes yeah. me worry, especially when the NBA coach coaching a team that has a two time MVP like guy on the squad and he's super pissed about effort. I'm like, all right, this guy. From everything we've seen, this guy coaches him hard and he holds him accountable. So that does make me worry a little bit. I think Miami has too much at home, though. Pac-Man's uh, pronouns when it comes to the Nuggets are we and our, and uh-huh. that's how he's talking about yep. them now. Yeah. Uh, you feel that way? You think that they win no matter what? Yeah, I do. And we haven't lost two games in the playoffs, two consecutive games, the whole playoff series. So, Ooh. hey, the Denver Nuggets are a way better team. Did they get complacent? The second game when they was up, yes, they did. And Jimmy Butler and the guys came alive in the third and fourth quarter and ended up going on the run and, and, and did good. But I, I just don't see that happen again tonight. Let's go to the phones here on the 5 Energy phone line. Let's go to Dustin in Oklahoma, spelled O-A-K-L-A-H-O-M-A. What's going Oak. on, Dustin? Oh, no. Oak. A lot of good trees. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Hey, Dustin, good to see you, man. Great trees over there in Oklahoma. I've been to Pine, Oklahoma, and they had yeah. so much Christmas <laughs> celebration. That's a good point, actually. What do you want to talk about, Dustin, pal? Delicious. Fern, Oklahoma. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about a there's a YouTuber named Tom Grossi that's doing a 30 stadiums in 30 days thing. He's going to be in Indiana on Monday. I was wondering if you guys might give him a shout out for the St. Jude. And Hold on, that's happening now. I thought Monday. that was happening during season. That's yeah. happening right now. Yep, yeah, no, he's doing it for the month of June. Oh shit! I did not know that. We should look into that. I, I'd seen people rumblings of it. I assumed it was during the season. It was like, all right, whenever it happens during the season, we'll definitely link up. We know Tom Grossi. He's built something very special, and he's a. I think he's an incredible talent. This guy was he oh, on yeah. the program. Uh, What's he doing? What is this? What does this mean? There was some guy fan. I don't. Know. We are fans. Uh, European dude who was on the program who was doing that. Thank you, Dustin. Right? Yeah, there was an Australian. Wasn't there? Or was it Australian? Yeah, I think it, it that is not Tom Grassi. Okay. No, there was an Australian though that did the whole every single stadium thing. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was he was nice driving guy. to every single stadium. I don't know what he's doing every single day. I would assume he he would have to be on the move. NFL stadium? Is he on a bus? Right. There's a plane What's he in doing that when logo. He's there. What? There's a plane in the logo. Well, yeah. yeah, there is. You're right. Stealth bomber. I don't think it's. Well, but what does he do at these stadiums? Does he like oh, do a report shit. on them? Up there at the top. Oh, he's just there. I think he's just yeah, experiencing a, it, telling the that's story. That's a hell of a tour. Okay, parachuting geez. in? Well, Rick Ross said if you're going to parachute into his house, into his yard, all good. Just let him know whenever you're jumping out yeah. of the plane. Yep. But if you're trying to jump the gate or whatever, I'm going to have to do what I have to do. That's right. But if you're going to parachute in, you're good. I don't know if that's how all the stadiums are viewing Tom Grossi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seems like it's potentially already kind of a. That'd be sweet. If he is parachuting in to 30 stadiums <laughs> in 30 fucking days, legend. Yeah. Superhero. Yeah. Legend. But also taking the trip in general, legend. I can't wait to hear the stories that come out of it. There's a lot of things. Whenever you go visit a stadium for the first time, you see and you hear and you learn about so much history in a lot of these places. Oh, yeah. You know, and they don't get viewed that way because there's always so much turnover. It's like turnover next day. How's the team this year? Is it mm-hmm. good? You don't really get a chance to think back of everything that had happened in the in the stadium unless you go do a tour of the stadium, which I would assume he's doing. I think there's probably going to be a lot of great tales that maybe we have forgotten about that kind of come through Tom Grossi, and I can't wait for it. Then. Do all NFL stadiums have have like a like tours that you can do like that I think like so. the Packers yeah. do? I think so. I think I, so. I, I assume Colts have one. Like every all year, every all the day. time. got one. I don't know if Cincinnati it's, got one. I don't know if it's all year. I think I think there's tours cuz there's like a I mean, obviously yeah. a pro any so any tour you do. I, I was very lucky as a kid to get to play soccer in Europe and every time I played soccer over there, you know, 
to pass time, you go see these fucking castles. Yeah. Okay, you just go see these cool. castles. It was cool. At the time, I wish I would have been told how cool it was. You know, because yeah. so boring. I was about done with a guy. Like after the third one, we did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. they're all the same. <laughs> all the poor people had to come in here and fucking build this thing. Yep. They lived in it for a year and a half, and then they got on horses and they fucking <laughs> rode for seventeen days that way and hopped in another. I get it. They are beautiful. The structure is a fantastic thing, but it's all literally just to lead to the pro shop on yeah. the way out. Yeah. Right. Like this is all yeah. just a way to get you to buy. Boom. And now, would you like to buy some stuff to yeah. commemorate you your time here? It's like, oh, this is good. I was, the entire I'm like 13, 14 years old, like. This is a weird thing for them to be telling us right now. And then at the end, it's like, oh, there's a shirt to that story. Yeah. You were there. I'm like, oh, this is all kind of a work. You know, I'm like kind of figuring it out as a teenager. I think every stadium tries their best to get people in mm -hmm. and then to the pro shop as fast as they can. So I think the tour thing's real. Now, I know Green Bay does it at a whole other level with the museum. Right, exactly, because they have the Hall of Fame in there and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I didn't know if all other stadiums have where you can just like go buy tickets I know the short whenever. Does. Pittsburgh? Yeah, New England does. But they also, like, that's the other thing with Green Bay and New England. Like, they have an entire area where, like, yeah. the, the you know, Hall of Fame, the museum, all that. Patriot every, Place. Yeah, well, Patriot Place, yeah, but even Is just. Is that like on the, the other side? Or are they kind of connected? Uh, it's connected. It's like this, there's massive stairs, but it's Patriot Place, walk downstairs, entrance to Gillette. Got it. And where's the museum and everything? I believe the museum is inside Gillette. They have like this place where they do like uh, conventions and stuff, and they hold events. Not not like concerts, like actual like dinners and stuff. And is I that where we were? There. We had an event there. That's what I was going to say. I assume that's where we were. Yeah, we were in that kind of like hall, but there's still you could walk to suites in that area. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's over in the. I believe it's still the Putnam Club is what they call it. It was very nice. Yeah, it was. Very, and they had very like nice. cases for trophies and stuff. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, I don't know. The Colts don't have a Hall of Fame. Does Pittsburgh? Do the Steelers have a Hall they of Fame? The, it used to be the Heinz Hall of Fame, which is right at gate. The Great um, Hall. Great Hall. Great Hall. Uh, right as soon as you walk in the gate, uh, there's like the whole area where they have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. In Cincinnati, you guys no do Hall of Fame in Cincinnati. Tours, though, right? Yeah, they do tours. Have tours, to do tours. They end up at the pro shop. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> get, get you to the pro shop. Well, with teams like, read, like adding on and making additions, I assume they're putting in a lot of that stuff because of the money. Yeah, you'd want to think ahead and be like, we can even sell tickets to give tours here where we welcome them in here. They go through here. Oh, there's the locker room. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I think that's where I remember. Th that's how I found out about the tours because I'll get people taking a picture with my locker mm -hmm. and my name's not on or anything and I'm out there and they're like, just got to sit in your locker or something like that. I'm like, so the person that gave the tour had to tell you that piece of information. Yes. How many people asked that? What is the tour? And that's, it kind of happens like monthly, I think. Well, and like the Patriots photo that just came up, that is where the Hall of Fame is, but they're adding on. So like the, Patriots Stadium itself is going to be different, and I assume that would be part of the tour. Yeah, like, are the Buffalo Bills? Are the Buffalo Bills going to do with their new stadium? Probably. You think you would, would prepare have, for that? I would imagine. I mean, that's yes. when it's not the actual season, and you don't have ticket sales and stuff like that. I feel like that's a very easy way. I mean, what you charge fifty, a hundred bucks a pop to yep. go in and see the entire stadium, go yeah. into the suites, go into the bowels of the stadium, and then yeah, at the end, hey, fucking buy Josh Allingers. Oh, the sports in. bars around it too, everything, yeah. own all of the mm -hmm. restaurants. Hotel. People like. Keep them there. Let's try to keep these people here for 15 hours today. And then when they're here, it's just our money, too. Actually, like, yeah. Never leave. The, right. ho hotels. the hotels, like, owned by the teams, stores and restaurants that are being leased by to the team or from the team, and then go into the Museum Hall of Fame that we put together, you bought tickets for, yeah. to the team, and then the pro shop on the way out to the team, and then thank you, have a good one, from the team. Yeah. yeah. That's a... Uh, that's quite a little day trip or two-day trip in the offseason to see your favorite team that uh, has done so much for your life and brought you so much happiness. Green Bay has that fucking figured out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And at least in, 
Pittsburgh, sorry, at least in Pittsburgh, there's uh, four to five different levels of the tour. So I assume multiple stadiums do that too. There's like a ten dollar tour where you just kind of get a walk through. There's like a fifty dollar tour where you get a much larger experience, and so on and so forth. Oh, you get different levels of this thing. Yeah, you want to yeah. shake the hand of the man that actually holds the door open <laughs> mm-hmm. for when the team comes out of this locker room. He has a twenty hour or twenty minute or twenty dollar per hour fee. So you're gonna have to bump the ticket yep. fifteen. Yep, that's right. You only pay ten. You look at them. You don't get to touch them. No, <laughs> no shaking the hand. <laughs> Who's all in there? The highlight tour is a public tour at Stadium Highlights. Ten bucks per person. Then you have the ultimate Acrisure Stadium with the Heinz tomato ketchup bottle in the back. Smart, smart, smart. Twenty five dollars for a full stadium tour. School group seven bucks per person. That'd be fun. The Acrisure Stadium Dynasty Store uh, tour seventy five dollars. That one's a good oh. one. You see the iconic stadium before game day and the Steelers Hall of Fame uh, Hall of Honor Museum, and then the game day tour. Okay, two fifty, one hour. Get a behind the scenes look at Steelers mm-hmm. game day. You even get to clap him out of the hallway, oh, exactly, out of the tunnel. You get to touch Kenny Pickett's ass. Mm-hmm. Whoa, pretty sweet. Three fifty. Happy birthday, Kenny. Happy birthday, Kenny. Happy birthday, Kenny. And Mrs. Trubisky. And Mrs. Yeah. And Mrs. Mitch. Look like good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did look awesome. I assume those uh, like ten dollar ones. They probably put what at three, four o'clock. So you got to go there. At 11 or noon and use all that stuff around the stadium. What's that? So, like, for Patriot Place in Lambeau, you make that you make that start, that tour start at 3 o'clock. So you got to get there at 12 and eat at the places around and kind of experience the whole thing. You think Pittsburgh's doing that? Still, oh, no. Well, Pittsburgh doesn't have a, one of those places, do they? No, they just have what, what they got right down the road. Dumb. They got uh, Jerome Bess's grill out of business. Yep. Uh, what? Out of business? Yeah, they got Heinz's How? out of business. I don't know if they mm-hmm. are starting to own uh, basically the whole North Shore. Uh, North Shore. Uh, they should be. Except for the casino. Because they got probably trying to buy it up. If they haven't. I'm sure they're Sydney. trying to buy it up. There's Tequila Cowboy right over there. Yeah, the, oh, I assume they own the parking lots between PNC and Acershire and all those restaurants and stuff. Are I'm now pretty sure they got a cut of everything going yeah, in there. I'm pretty I sure they do. Except um, for. The casino, the city owns that one. Let's talk about getting a cut. Do you think Rory McIlroy is getting paid 70% of the money he was offered from Liv in this new deal from Jay Monahan and the PGA? Do you think Tiger Woods is getting 70 to 80% of what he was offered from Liv in this new deal? Do you think Will Zalatoris, Matsuyama, Scotty mm. Scheffler, and the names go on and on about hundreds of millions of dollars being guaranteed to players, and then them saying no in the name of the PGA, and just a year and a half later, the PGA going, yeah, we'll take all that money actually for us <laughs> instead of them. Do you think that that's potentially a caveat of this deal that we haven't really talked about enough? I mean, it, it has to be a possibility, but the question is how much. There's no way. I don't think there's any way they promised them, hey, we'll give you 70 or 80% of the 500 or 700. What would you, you accept? Offered. I guess it's 50% is more than zero. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. What would you? I get 50% would be nice, but also, <laughs> it's not just the top guy, not just Phil. It's not just Rory. What about even other guys? Okay, I could have gone. I would have. They were going to give me twelve. Like, what about those guys? Did yeah. they get paid? Yeah, thirty million dollar offers are life changers. Yeah, yeah. thirty. Yes. Thirty million dollars is a life fucking changer. Yes. Nothing in comparison to eight hundred. But obviously, a thirty million dollar offer for somebody that's like one fifty, one hundred yeah. in the, the world. Two twenty seven guy. Two twenty seven. Who knows if you're going to get there? And you're like, ah, I'm going to stick with the PGA because we don't know what you're going to do. This is a little bit better. I'll continue to pay my way and mm-hmm. hopefully get paid and but, hopefully but. somehow just start beating all these. People that are so much better than me that have been my entire life, but I'm gonna do it for the PGA. And it's like, yeah, does everybody get 50% of what they were offered? $620 billion in that fund. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Definitely do it. Well, hundred only one hundred twenty sure, billion in the fund now because five hundred is going to that ski resort. Well, that that that's oil money is a little different. Yeah. Oil money is different than all money. I feel like. So that's Monahan, though, like we can learn, like Monahan could have negotiated for that, right? He could have. Yes, he absolutely could have. I just, what would live? Why would live agree to that? Hey, yeah, we'll give Phil four hundred. We'll give Rory two. Like why? Why? Because they would participate in live events, I guess. Because now they're they're going to have to. If they want to play golf. They're going to have to play. <laughs> no, so I don't know. I guess they're still. And Rory said today, I still hate live. Mm-hmm. I hate right. well. Don't want to see uh, him. We're saying go away. But I think Liv is having their season, and like PJ is having their season. And then there's combined events allegedly. I think everyone's reporting, not not reporting, but speculating that Liv is is done. So it'll be the PGA Tour, and then what's it called? What are the three letters? Are funding it? PIF. PIF. But mm-hmm. uh, everyone else is speculating that Liv itself is done. So that new entity that they are funding, yeah, is being run by PGA. Yasir Al. Uh, Rumion. Rumion. He's yeah. the sole the chairman. Yeah. He's the chairman yeah, yeah. of the new yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if he's going to have or Liv's going to have any say in the PGA, I think, which is kind of like what everybody's talking about. The most striking terms of the PGA Live merger, the Saudi Public Investment Fund is now the exclusive investor in the new golf entity. The fund has a right of reverse refusal for any new investment and also old buddy's the chairman of it. Mm-hmm. The guy yeah, that made this deal. So Andrew Brandt says in the simplest terms, they've bought golf. So right. any idea that comes out of the PGA or any golf thing that takes place – they get the first right of refusal, which is a big deal. Huge. Hey, you yeah. get the first right of refusal on any deal. That's good negotiating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's really, isn't it, AJ? We learned that firsthand. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's a, a big deal when it comes to contracts. But so what could these investments be? Like, what are they talking about? When different events we, they put together, different companies they they work with? What is it? I don't know. Maybe another match or two or the prize money. stuff. Uh, what the events are, what elevated events are. Yeah. Like, I think what the goal is – is that everything just gets bigger, grander with more money. Yeah. yeah. But I think also the goal from the live guys is like, also, yeah, let's get us all, are we all going to be back in the thing? Because like Brooks, I don't think Brooks cares because Brooks is in the majors. Right. And he's getting paid a shit ton of money. But now if he gets to compete against all those guys, I guess every single week, his legacy could be better yeah. and everything like that. I just, it, Monaghan could have negotiated a payment. Mm-hmm. Did he? We well, shall see. Rory's on his side. Rory's on his side seemingly in the meeting. Saying, like, just play better, you fucking scrub or Muppet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> McElroy really kept quiet until Grayson Murray, the world's number 227th ranked golfer, shouted for Monaghan to resign, saying, we don't trust you, Jay. <laughs> you lied. People died. McElroy, he didn't say people died. McElroy yelled back, just play better, Grayson. Stop bitching. But in a mutinous atmosphere, the world's number three's defense of Monaghan apparently did not achieve unanimous approval. Golf Channel first reported the exchange, and another source has confirmed Telegraph Sport that Murray responded by telling McElroy, oh, fuck off, Rory. <laughs> nice. Fuck off. Well, but to Rory's point, and to everybody's point, this is a professional sport. So, like, do good, do gooder. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's yeah. what professional sports are. There's like, more money to make now. There's more money at the end of it if you do play better. But yes, I do understand why it would not be unanimous that people would not agree with Rory trying to support Monaghan. Well, and Rory being vocal in Monaghan's camp is something I, yeah, think I was very surprised. Yeah, he has to have something. You're right. Jay has to talk to him and well, made him feel good way. about it. Or, or maybe like you get some points somehow. Like, hey, well, I don't know. How's this work? Well, could they just. Has fig- to be something. Yeah. yeah. Could they figure out what Brooks and Phil got yearly of that? money of the 200 mm. million of the 150 and then just pay them for the two years that they would have gotten or if they Piff were to lie about that yeah, signing bonus bro i, I thought think it his was, money was signing yeah bonus. It was all I'm, up front yeah i'm assuming that that's out of the question they're not getting all of the money but if they were just going to do something because wasn't the thing that when brooks won 
his tournament, they, they don't get extra money. They just get no. more now from... Now, it goes into the reimbursement. Like a retainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a retainer. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So it wasn't as if they're getting anything on top of that. So I if, think it was a signing bonus, though. I think so the money was like right up front. All but if they backed out, or like, like $300 million fine. Like if you backed out of the deal, they got gigantic fines. Oh, yeah, gigantic, the players like, you're talking about? Yeah, it's yeah, $200 million. I, How long was the deals, though? I have no idea. They don't yeah, say there was really. no term. Yeah. Everything well, was being discussed until in signing death, bonus Until shit. death. I don't know if it was until death. There's, there's, I don't know if I was one of the I don't think I wouldn't so. care who I'm playing against if, if I was getting the top 500 or 300. Like, if we're in the locker room, we'd be like, oh, I want to go over here and play the PGA just so I can play better talent. No, fuck that. I'm at the top of the board over here. Why would I do that? Yeah, so the thing. As a, my fault, as a you know, go ahead. consumer, I might want that. But as a player, no. Yeah, well, I think yeah. the reason why you're saying that is because there was potentially a time in your life where money wasn't the most prevalent thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that have been telling me, like, uh, what Rory and Tiger did was honorable and they, they didn't do that whole thing. Of course. Yeah, it was. And I'm like, you, you've just always had money around you, I guess, is the thing that you're thinking of that you're not really seeing from the other side. Where if you, if you come from little to no money and you understand what that life is like, and then you see somebody get offered like $500 million, it's hard not to immediately go, uh, pal, pal, take that, okay? Nobody in your entire family tree will ever have to experience what we're kind of experiencing, but I think there's a lot of people that have never had that even thought of mm-hmm. having to live that, and they're like picking and choosing where they take money from. Like, no, I won't take that money from, ba ba ba. It's like, you, good for you. Bro, like congratulations at being at a stage where you can pick and choose yeah. where money's coming from. Yeah. And what money is deemed good money. Of course. And what money is deemed bad money. You even having those conversations, like, good, hell yeah. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of people, though, that are like, <laughs> you, every money's dirty, man. You should see where the fuck we, yeah. mm-hmm. when they say cocaine's on a 90%. Yeah, exactly. Is that not a, I mean, there's, there's wow. dirty money fucking everywhere. Well, it spends the same. Yeah. You know, so like, now that I'm, that's the, I will not stop thinking about, Tiger and Rory, and then Monaghan doing that. Mm-hmm. Probably for the rest of my life. I, I put that tweet out last night just because I couldn't fucking take it anymore. I'm like, everybody needs to know that I am thinking about this, and I would like it to be on record that I'm still thinking about this because it is fucking bananas. Joining us now is a man that was bananas on a football field. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about incredible at what he did, and obviously every single team he went to, he was a fan favorite. I like to consider him modern-day Captain America. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly handsome, incredibly talented, and could do absolutely anything that he wanted to do. Too, including being an incredible tight end on the field, what? an incredible yeah. leader, what? and then also a man who gets in the booth and calls a game flawlessly since day one. Mm-hmm. Fox's number one color commentator, Greg Olson. Yeah! What's up? There is no greater announcement in the TV business than the McAfee Show. Well, I will let you know, we... We take great pride in letting the people know that are watching or listening that the people we're talking to have accomplished stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what you have Appreciate done. Appreciate that. Yeah, what you have done is very impressive. Now, you obviously got the Baron C. Bears above your sh- your head right now. It's the Charmin Bears. Charmin, uh, okay. the sponsor of TEU. Other side. Uh, okay, shout out Charmin. And then you got you got the Gatorade bottle there. The, now, I, I think uh, Glacier Freeze, Gatorade Zero, maybe the best one. But you got the old school lemon lime. That is... 
I don't know if you should be drinking that at all times. You know, a yeah, lot careful. of calories. You got, you got obviously, uh, oh, Chubby's yeah. is there. Oh, Bridgestone, Techno Gym. You like that? You like that? Levi's. You feel good about yeah. this background. I was told I, I needed oh, to Bud use it. Oh, Bud Light, huh? Whoa. Oh, Bridgestone? Yeah. And there's a group photo of the entire crew if you were to just slide there away. Wow. It's like Bill Walton's backdrop, but you know, just you see the new. Uh, do you see, go back? Can you? I don't know if can you go back to the wide. Do you see the little trophy up there next to the helmet? Yeah, hold on. Big news because I do believe this is the first year that there will be a tight end university player of the year award Ooh. assigned to. I assume the greatest tight end in pro football, college football, high school football. What is it, and how do we get started? And can. Congrats on the three years of this whole thing. Yeah. You know, I remember the first conversations about meeting up and none of us really knew what it was. We were hoping that it would be a business conversation. We were hoping that it would be a football conversation and we'd hope it was, uh, we hoped it would be a good time. Seemingly have hit it out of the park every single year. Now you're coming up on your third tight end university. It's bigger than ever. And you got an award coming out. Let's go, Greg. Come on. You guys are doing hey. it, dude. We appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, the, the hope is, and this is going to be like a serious award. We, it's, it's being voted. So everyone who's attending, all the tight ends from around the league have already submitted their vote. We will give the award out. I mean, we got a big ass. The people who make like all the top trophies, they made this like special TEU. It kind of looks similar to that little picture. Um, and it's like a real a real. Oh, that's award. not it up there? That's not it? Wait, Wait that was the actual trophy. No, it's gonna be it it it's a bigger version of that. Okay. Oh, like the Stanley Cup. It's not gonna be like six inches big. Um okay. anyway. <laughs> never mind. They should have uh, properly proportioned. Yeah. yeah. Like Lord. Oh, next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Next year. Okay. Um but no, that's so just a baby sized version of the trophy. It's not a Mickey. Just so we're clear. No offense. So not, it's clear. not a Mickey just Mouse so trophy. Yeah. This is a real trophy, really voted on, very serious. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. Right. And and the, and the, yeah, and the hope is, you know, very similar to, you know, the awards that are given out in college or the awards they give out at NFL honors. So hopefully that this award over time becomes an award that guys take a lot of pride in and they go out and if they're recognized as the TEU tight end of the year, like this is a real deal award. And that and the hope is that it builds over time and credibility. So we'll give out our first a winner here uh in oh, look at what is, is that the actual Stanley Cup or that's yeah. no, that's a fake one, okay. What? Oh, yeah. How good is your bicep? <laughs> hey, I've been getting Do that after- again. Hey, Greg, I've been getting after you. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, before we talk anymore, I I, I would be remiss if I didn't say. I, I know the big deal. You're the I know the big deal with ESPN. First of all, more you beautiful. deserve an applause. No, no, no. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But more more important than that, I'm sorry. That's the second coolest thing you've done in the last couple months, weeks. How are we doing being a dad, bro? Yeah, dude. I see. How are we killing? Are you a good this? dad? Are you? Are you feet like? Tell me, what's your role as a dad? I'm interviewing you now on your show. Yeah, um, our show was like, good. We get a deal, big deal. Now you take it over. Probably going into the dumps, but never. <laughs> yeah, but just real quick, are you a great dad? Are you a hands-on dad? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm a I'm a hands-on dad. I feel like my baby and I got good mono with each other. You know what I mean? I okay. feel like she knows me. She knows my smell. She knows whenever I'm touching her. I think mama's kicking a lot of ass. Okay, and we just had our yeah. first projectile poop. I guess nice uh, happened today, just a couple hours ago. Shout out to mom having taking the diaper off. There is a poop in there. Let's go. 
go ahead and get a new diaper in before getting a new diaper on. We're back at it again. Vesuvius is all over the place. I mean, so I'm enjoying the hell out of it, though. It's we're getting well. Congrats, man. Thank you, thank you. You're a great dad, obviously, and your podcast is one that uh, hopefully inspires a lot of parenting. And I will certainly listen to any tips that you have, and will seek out tips in this entire game. But my wife and I are getting to a point now where you know there's starting to be a little bit of a rhythm. Okay, starting to be a rhythm. You know, there's a couple. I don't think I was prepared mentally for what those first like three, four weeks were. I, I don't, I didn't look into it enough. I, I didn't ask enough questions. I don't think, I, I don't think I did enough research. Boy, there's a lot of things that happen in the middle of the night that like in the morning you just ignore. You don't talk about like the whisper shouting fights at each other over who's, and then in the morning you like pretend it didn't really happen. I like I love you. Last night it didn't really happen. I love you. <laughs> what a and then how about what you It's a wild time. It is wild, wild dude. Time. It is, it is wild. A, nobody talks about those. I'm happy we're doing this no. right now. No, you don't you don't talk about those nights, but we've all had them. Bro, it's it's not it's like you think about that and then like you are exhausted. Like I feel like I'm a pretty high energy person, don't need a lot of lot of rest. But whenever you're just like fully freaked out while looking at something like, okay, that's a sound. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. It's like a full panic for, I don't know, what, 20 hours a day. Oh. It's like, that is exhausting thing to get to. So I didn't think I was going to be able to survive. To be honest, I did not think I was going to be able to survive the whole thing. And I was like starting to seek out my friends that have kids. Like, how are you? You guys are superheroes, dude. I don't know. And then now we're getting to a point where it's like, we're kind of catching it. It's great. So yeah. I appreciate you asking and thank you. This is baby Lord, not full size, although I am getting properly jocked. Yeah, I found yeah. myself getting in better shape with the baby because I would like to live longer. You know, I'd like her to, Fair enough. you know what I mean? I like to, I'd like to be around yeah. her longer because how cool she is. And man, it's a fucking wild thing though. Mm -hmm. Sam, you're kicking ass. Anyways, go ahead, AJ. Oh, Greg, speaking of this trophy, who's going to vote on this tight end of the year? And is it a big group of people? And do active players Everybody actually Everybody that went to too? the camp. Yeah. All right. You just but I'm thinking, vote for yourself. Can I vote for myself is what I'm saying. Of course not. Uh, that's a good question. No, you cannot Thank vote for yourself. But um, but no, yeah. So it's we send it out to everybody who's across the board who's coming to the camp. So the, we have Got a couple it. former guys that, that come. You that were wondering. Players, right? So like Bronk <laughs> last year um, – you know, so Gronk's coming this year. Last year, Dallas Clark came. So, like, even guys who aren't coming necessarily as current players that are a part of the TEU kind of universe, they everyone gets a vote. I cast in my vote um, a couple days ago, and uh, yeah, who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? What's the criteria? Here we go. What is the criteria? Yeah, I voted yeah. for Kelsey. Congrats! Oh, I'm happy to share my vote. Front runner. You know what else? You know what else is a? I hope it got added into the reason why you voted for him at the White House. That was all time. Yeah. You know how many people missed that moment? He did not miss the moment. He did not flub a word. <laughs> nope. It was a. It was perfectly executed, and I think that type of brilliance and genii needs to be recognized whenever mm -hmm. it takes place. The guy's seemingly crushing life, dude. Yeah. Crushing life all. He is place. crushing life. I got a text message from him the other day for the first time in like a few weeks. I'm like, bro, I, I thought you. I thought you were gone. Like I thought you had just like moved on and. I said, where have you been? He's like, I've been everywhere. Man. I was like, yeah, no shit. Every time I turn on the TV, you're somewhere else, bud. He's like, I was The guy's crushing it. Hey, well-deserved, though. I mean, hey, live it while you got it. It could be the first ever Tight End University Award winner. And I would like to let you know in the um, in the notes your people sent over here. Didn't want to bring it up, but no. you need to hear it. Have to. They spell my name wrong? No, your name's spelled right. How could they get your name wrong? You're a dog, dude. Obviously. Everyone knows. What, what happened? What's, what's on the notes? 
Olsen. Yeah. Right? You know what oh, I mean? That's an it. easy, that's an easy thing here. Uh, what happened? Bullet point one, two, three, four, <laughs> five is the award. Okay, maybe we move uh, up a little higher. This is yeah. the first time. I'll talk to him. I'll ahead. talk to him. For the first time this year, we will be awarding a special TWU Ooh. Player of the Year Award. Oh, my God. It's right there next to the E. Two. And one of your capital letters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Autocorrect. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it, it's, it's tough. Yeah, we're professionals. We'll work around that. Yeah, you absolutely will because that's what the tight end position does. It's gritty. You know, you need a block, we'll make a block. No doubt. Right. You need a catch, we'll make a catch. What? How do you feel about the new crop of tight ends that are coming to tight end you? Have you expanded a little bit? You said Gronk's coming. That's a big deal, right? This is his first time out there? Yeah, Gronk's never come. So I, I saw I saw Gronk out in Vegas for like a little Fox thing that we did. And uh, he's like, I, he's like, hey, when's TU? I was like, man, I've invited you every year. He's like, I know, but this year I'm really coming. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. It's like midnight at a blackjack table. It sounds great. Um, but yeah, he followed up with me. He's coming. He's all set. So he's going to be in. I, but I think that the new crop of guys, like you said, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, like when Kyle Pitts came, he had just gotten draft. He had just gotten drafted and you get like the young guys that are in. You're like, man, like what it looks like to be 21 again, you know, and you see the young guys that can run around and run for days and they're not even sweating. It's I enjoy seeing the young guys every bit as much that I, you know, still marvel at watching the you know, Darren Waller. You see him here on the screen. And that guy is an absolute specimen. Um, so it, it's really cool. It's a great collection of guys. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the new guys that legs. are coming in. Dude, so jeez. So so two years ago, our first year doing it was my first time ever seeing Darren in person. <laughs> And watching him on a field of other six, four plus guys that are all two forty plus, he looked. He just stood out, like just the way his legs, the way he ran, his body type. His the dude is unbelievable. Like he on a field of elite athletes, he stands out amongst them, which is not easy to do. He's an, his story is obviously fantastic, and now yep. he's a brand new member of. The Giants, yeah, football New York Giants. football Giants, yeah. because of his wedding, Josh McDaniel situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. allegedly. Hey, the tight end position. That's, yeah, the best dude. Just give me, give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck this guy. You just signed a deal. Yeah, fuck this. Don't guy. care. Give me, great story. Get me out of here. All right, you're going to the Giants. Oh, deal. Sounds good. You just got married to a girl that plays here. Don't care. Get me. I, I'm not dealing with this guy. Anymore. All right. Sounds All right. good. Yeah, send you to New York. You said, though, on a field of 6'4", 250, feels like the tight end position is another one of those things where at this stage, you got to be born into it. You know what I mean? Like in the NBA, you got to have the body to be an mm -hmm. NBA guy. Yeah. Like you, you're, it'll, the, your body will decide if you're going to make it into the NBA or not. Now, obviously, there's been undersized guys who are 6'3 or 6'2 yeah. and things like that that have been able to make it because of their skill. And we all know Muggsy Bogues, and we get it. But sure. few and far between. you got to be a big fuck. Tight end position, it's become that way. But you also got to be incredibly athletic. Do you think that this is becoming something that maybe guys would become defensive ends or maybe tackles? Now they're kind of going towards the tight end position because of the growth and how important it is to literally every offense that is successful at this stage. Yeah, I think there's no, I think there's no question that when, you know, for, for years, when I first came in the league, you know, 07, there was a handful of elite guys scattered across the league, right? You had Witten, you had Gates, you had Gonzalez. And so there was, but not every team had one. I don't know if half the teams had one, right? And I think a lot of it is exactly what you're saying. Back in the day, if you were 6'5", 
you either put on a bunch of weight and you went and played defensive end or outside backer, or you if you got if you had a real big frame, you became an offensive lineman and you made you a left tackle and you made a million bu- you know bazillion dollars, or you went and played basketball or you were a power forward, right? So I think there was really no space for guys built like me, right? We weren't big enough to play defensive line or offensive line, but we weren't fast enough or athletic enough to play wide receiver. So 15 years ago, 20 years ago, where did a guy like me play, right? Now, I think every 6'4 high school kid, I think every 6'3 high school point guard that sees the writing on the wall, that that's probably not going to go. All of a sudden now, it's cool to play tight end. All of a sudden now, you see Travis Kelsey host an SNL and at the White House, and you see Darren Waller, and you see George Kittle, and you see Gronk over the years. Like You can be a star and be a tight end, which we haven't really seen across the league with you know, outside of one or two guys over the last 25 years. And I think that's a big reason there's just more of these body types. There's more of these body types at a younger age, learning skills, learning routes, learning to catch the ball, learning to run. And as a result, now there's a bitter, a bigger pot to pick from for the NFL. And that's why I think now you look across the league, pretty much every legitimate offense has a, a dynamic guy at the position. Yeah, we got Jelani Woods, six foot seven, throwing the ball. He's mm-hmm. six seven, you're not. Anyways, go ahead, AJ. Greg, when are they going to start paying these tight ends like it's a premier position, like an edge rusher or something or shutdown corner or whatever? Are they going to get to that level? I think they will. I think George and Travis and, and, and then Waller came on behind them. They did their part. You know, for a long time, Gronk was the ceiling. You know, Gronk was in that 10 million or so range, but for a long time. And, and it's, I always say it's, I, I told Tony Gonzalez this when I had him on my podcast. I said, the reason tight ends don't get paid a lot is really Tony's fault. For so long, Tony was so much better. He was the premier guy at the position for so long that in the old draft, right, you think back to the draft of me and you, AJ, right? Like back then and when we all played, the top five guys would reset the market for their positions. And it was dominated by defensive ends, quarterbacks, you know, wide receivers. They would become a rookie and the highest paid guy. So now all of a sudden when that next veteran quarterback or whatever at that position, they had a new mark to beat. Tight ends weren't getting drafted that high, generally speaking, to reset the market. So the market had to be created by veterans. Well, Tony, who was who was going to make an argument that they should make more money than Tony Gonzalez? There was nobody for a decade. Now, all of a sudden, Tony Gonzalez has to negotiate his own contract against himself. So it got stagnant. Then Gronk comes along, resets it. It stays at Gronk for a handful of years. It was only until George and Travis kind of got their opportunity and say, okay, we've reset this market that they've now put it to where it is, but it's still disproportionately low compared to the other positions considering the impact. So it's a challenge tight ends have faced. The more good tight ends that come into the league, hopefully the more leapfrogging there is and maybe it can catch up. It's just, there's there's just not as many as there are, you know, there's three, four times as many wide receivers that can, you know, just all take turns building the market up. So it's a, it's a weird phenomenon and it's just starting now to people to kind of catch back up to the market rate, but you're exactly right. We all know it's a copcat league. Monkey see, monkey do. That's kind of how it always works. All the successful teams have a great tight end. Yeah. So I think that is going to yep. also do well for the market. You know what I mean? Like there's going to no be doubt. some team that is going to reset the market tight end wise because they're going to be desperate to mimic somebody else and they're going to pay a tight end that gets to free agency and boom, it's going to all of a sudden reset it for everybody else. It feels like it's just kind of a slow roll here. And I like the fact that you say, hey, Tony, you're a terrible business person. What the hell? <laughs> okay, Tony? No, it was it was just because he was so good for Tiny, so long. Tiny, you let this shit happen. Come on, Tone. <laughs> you know now now you're wearing blankets whenever it's sixty five yep. degrees That's outside. Right. 
Tony, all right? Big gloves on. All right, Tony, we don't need that, okay? We need you to reset the market every time you're at the negotiation table. But it's not easy to do. A lot easier said than done. But I think nowadays, with the importance and the priority of the tight end position and how it it is literally a factor to your team's success. Kittle matters for the Niners. Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey matters for the Kansas City Chiefs to win champion. When it matters, Travis Kelsey's getting the ball. Every team seemingly has that weapon that when they need it, they get it to it, and it's the tight end position now. Let's take advantage of that. That's why TEU is a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. But is a and great la- thing. And the last piece, to, to both your points, being, is that very few tight ends make it to free agency, right? The second they get an opportunity, it's a very risk, you know, it's a very risky position injury-wise. Guys get banged up. It's physical. You know, quarterbacks can, you know, they can roll the dice. Kirk Cousins can roll the dice year after year after year to make it to free agency. Quarterbacks are a little more protected. Their injury rate's not as high. Tight ends, I mean, we see these guys. They they get obliterated. They get ankles. They get feet. They they get all back. sorts of stuff. So when all of a sudden they get back, I mean, you name it, they get, damn, I, I can't even see. A lot of these. Yeah. Hey, you guys get a lot of these right here. A lot of ah. rib sauce. A lot ah. of rib sauce. Oh, yeah. So all of a sudden this money gets thrown to the guys and it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I was the prime example of that. I never had an opportunity to ever be a free agent in my prime. I never even attempted to take the risk. When I got to one year left on a deal, we said, we want an extension. And we always knew we were never going to pass the top. We were always going to be in that two, three, four range. I was good with that because I was like, I'll play it all, but I can't risk blowing out my knee this year or breaking my back. And then I'm a free agent and I make nothing. So it's, it's just the nature of the position. It's all right. It's going to grow. Yeah, here we go. We're going to be great. We're going to be great. Pac-Man has a question for you, Greg. Greg. Um, yeah, amen, amen. I watch Kittle, and he just decapitate people as far as blocking. So how do y'all come up with who's going to win? I know you say everybody's going to vote. Like, how many people going to be there that vote? How many of the top guys that's going to be there? Um, what's going into it? Is it just catching the ball? Is it just having the best record? Because there's a lot of guys that don't get the recognition, and me, personally, I think Kittle is the best tight end in the league because he can do it blocking and he can he can run routes. So I was just acting like, what's coming into play of how we picking this guy? Yeah, and I don't disagree with you. I think from, from, the, from the standpoint of what's being asked, nobody in the NFL gets asked to do what, Kitt, what uh, George Kittle gets asked to do. He, he, is a, he is a force in the passing game. But what he's asked to do from a lead block perspective and on the ball, he's handling defensive ends, running pass by himself. There, there is nobody that's asked to do what he does and then say, oh, by the way, you got to play every snap and you got to go out there and you got to be a, you know, he's been a thousand yard producer in, you know, over the years. So I, I agree with you. I think the reason, I think if you voted for Kittle, no one would blame you. I think you vote for Kelsey, no one would blame you. I think there's a, a small handful of guys that you could, you could justify your argument. I think the reason why, especially for the first year, why a guy like Travis is so unique, for Travis to have seven years in a row of over a thousand yards, when prior, uh, humble brag, it was three, it was me. Uh, humble <laughs> brag. Baby, Greg! Yeah. Yeah. Clap it up, clap it up. Yeah, um, me, he says. You know, but I just think for a position, we just talked about how hard it was, the physical nature of it, injury and all that. For him to have seven plus years of over a thousand yards. The, the postseason records that he's putting on display as far as touchdowns, 100-yard games, dominating performances, winning the Super Bowl this year. Like, when you stack it all up, I never thought in a million years anybody would ever reach the level of Tony Gonzalez. His numbers, his production, his longevity was just so an outer space compared to everybody else. 
no one even really considered it. Everyone was like, okay, there's Tony, and then I'm going to fight to be in that next group. Travis is probably the first guy that's come along that has shown that, you know, knock on wood, he has the longevity, he has the consistent production. I think he has the chance to be the best guy of all time. Yeah. And and I don't say that lightly. I, I wouldn't have said it three years ago, but I just... At some point, what he's doing, his streak of the last seven, eight years is historically special. Um, and that was, but I, I oh, so it is what you've done in the past, then. Right? Oh, so back man's question. Well, no, I mean, that no, seemed like your resume year, is I mean, a little bit of criteria. Hmm. Young guys no, I mean, but this year he was a, I mean, he had what, 1,300 yards, yeah, yeah. won a Super Bowl, set his. Postseason. I voted for Kelsey. I didn't have a vote. I voted for Kelsey. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Even though we I should make you a vote, we should get you a vote. I don't deserve one. You could be our only media member to have a vote. Okay, Suck I will it, take AJ. that. Yep. If that's the case, I will take that, and it'll be a group. in there too. It'll be a. <laughs> We're doing that. It'll be a. I'm just making an executive. I'm speaking for the group at TEU next year. Pat McAfee gets a vote. No, no, no. Pat McAfee show. We will. Or have... Pat McAfee show. The show. The show. Yeah, we're about the team. It's fellowship. We'll have it. a full vote for okay. our okay, vote. I like this. Yeah. Okay, we will have a full vote mm. for our vote. We will pay attention though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We, we will. will. Yeah. We will keep but an no, eye Pat out. Pat's right though. But I agree. Pat is right. Like what? What George does. He, there is no one in the league asked to do he's what he does. He's a psychopath, dude. Yeah. He's a psychopath. That, that, there is no debating that at all. He loves it. He's laughing in the face of a guy he just fucking what makes pancaked. Him, like, loves it. He would rather do that than catch the ball. There's no doubt in my mind. He's he's there's no he's unique in that regard, no question. And then I see him nude on the internet. He's properly oh, jumped. Job, job. How, job. How about that ad? How good was that ad? Dude, he's amazing. Oh, ab, ass, ad. What? I mean, he is. Would you, Abductor. I mean, yeah. he is anaconda. He. I didn't I see his I dick. I didn't, I didn't see the penis, but I think I that didn't was see of, it. Is I didn't see it either. Right? I mean, the rest of it looked great. He's got what, like probably four percent body fat. I seen it. There was a little bit there on uh, like his fourth some, ab. Oh yeah, a little yeah, bit of flub. So, oh, this guy. Yeah, that one of, ab could have been better. That one ab could have been better. I think it was. Like I right told there. him that. And then also, yeah. what are these things? The bat wings. This Traps. Yeah. There's like a little. Traps, I saw like a little. He's got to work hard. He's got to work harder. Four percent body fat is disgusting. Yeah, what a loser. Yeah, he needs to put clothes on. Don't be on. He was, yeah. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, all right, George, a little aggressive, but I'll give you a like. Proud of you. Yeah, still good. Congrats. I'm not going to lie. I gave it a little double tap, just like a, I almost gave him like a, yeah, I'm not going to comment on, oh, I might have commented. I, don't, I didn't say anything weird. Support, but. yes. Mm -hmm. This is another thing that I would like to us to get to, because although it was a little bit surprising to see naked George Kittle on my time, mm -hmm. yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. I did not, let me open Instagram, see what's going on. Did not expect to see Whoa. naked George Kittle. And then as soon as I said, holy shit. And then we start going through the whole chubby. I'm like, good for this guy getting a chubby's deal. Yeah. Got his own shorts. Yeah. Awesome. That's a big deal. I'm like happy for him. So I like it. You know, let's go ahead and drive up the. And then I, I don't know if I comment or not, but I need to. Properly, Jock. Yeah, we need to go. That's like a good thing. You know, start commenting. Chubby yeah. sees that. Yeah. You know, let's do that. This guy's a big deal. Good let's idea. keep doing Let's go business. You know so what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bingo. He Maybe the McAfee it. show gets a short. There's, it, I get it. I get it. No, not for I, me. I this is it. for him. Yes. This is for oh, George people, Kittle. We all got to serve each other. It's all. It all comes back full circle. Boom, Damn. Choppies, give this guy more money. Yeah. yeah. Get, yeah. Put him naked on the Instagram Whoa, more so, often. So many yeah. comments. Yeah, look at how active Jeez, this. Everybody, people love George. Everybody loves George Nude. Oh, yeah. Man. What other It's just how do you one-up that? How do you sandal want company? Next year? Show your yeah. He needs a sandal company. Yeah. <laughs> did they blur his meat? How'd they do that? He covered it with food and objects. <laughs> covered yeah. it with food, okay. like a pineapple. There it oh. is. They say it was from the tip of the pineapple 
yep. leaf up there at the top, yeah. all, the all the way, way down. All the way down. Yep. Exactly. They fold yeah. it in half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they you know, said like, the original, the original pineapple was not. Uh, they had to bring an extra pineapple. Right. Yeah, you Whoa. see in the back there is a little Whoa. baby pineapple. They had to bring a bigger that one. Did do, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. How, you know how, uh, you know, how Trump's hair goes like this and then goes back. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's what they had to do with his dick. Yep. Yeah, and tape it to his belly button. Good for him. Good for him. For you, Giorgio. <laughs> Connor has a question for you, Greg. Yeah, Greg. Speaking yep. about the uh, tight end contracts, I think last year is Mike Kosicki who wanted to be considered like a wide receiver and get paid like a wide receiver. And now we see with the Bills and Dalton Kincaid, they're saying they're going to use him more as a wide receiver than tight end. Now, obviously, he'll still be lined up inside sometimes. But do you see a problem with? Tight ends kind of going after the wide receiver money, not from their side, but with teams and contracts because they obviously aren't going to want to have to pay them wide receiver money because of how like monumental and huge that money can be. And then also, do you think because there are more tight ends, the extensions that you were talking about that you always look for, teams might not do anymore because they think in the draft there'll be you know five, six, seven guys they could go after and have on a rookie deal? Yeah, so I think both good. So to start with your first question. So years ago, I want to say this was like 2013, 14, Jimmy Graham was in a big battle with the with the New Orleans Saints. And his they franchise tagged him. And his big argument was when you looked at his percentage of snaps, his percentage of snaps were played for more of a traditional like slot split out, you know, wide receiver. And he tried to make the argument that fine, franchise me, but you got to franchise me at the wide receiver franchise number, not at the tight end number, which that many years ago was was pretty significant. I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I bet you it was the difference of like five million bucks, give or take. So it was really significant. He fought it. He appealed it. And then the NFL made some arbitrary ruling, which I don't know if it's been challenged since then. This was like the big marquee thing. Sounds like we you don't following. like it. Sounds like you don't like it. Well, well, it was an arbitrary number, and I and if I have this correct, you guys can research me and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was like if you line up within four yards oh. of the tackle, you're still considered to be in the tight end position. I just remember at the time thinking, like, how did they – they probably went through and found – the the average you know distance between yeah. him and the tackle. And it said, okay, seemed to be about three and three quarter yards. If it was three, he would have been wide receiver. If it was four, it could have been five. Like there was just some random threshold that it's like, okay, if we make it four, he's fifty one percent tight end, forty nine percent wide receiver. I don't know if anyone's challenged it since then. I think Jimmy was kind of unique in the way they used him in New Orleans, so I don't think it's been relevant. But it's a good point. I think the more and more guys are used, split out the more and more you know arguments that they have to be if i'm if i'm travis kelsey wh- how could you not how could you defend an argument against that he should be paid like a wide receiver with the way they use him with the formations he aligns in the types of routes he runs the amount he shoulders of the passing game i mean what he's doing is very eerily similar to what the other top wide receivers are doing so it's definitely an argument to be made as these young pass catching guys come into the league we're going to see more and more of it we'll see if it continues to change i still think though teams to your second question about like supply and demand i still think when teams get a guy whether they think they're having one proven nfl veteran guy that you know has done it is still worth way more than an unknown, even if he's the greatest prospect of all time in college. Like if I know I got a guy, it's if I got a guy anywhere, exactly. If I got a guy anywhere, 
I'm keeping him, even if that rookie, I don't know how good that kid's ever going to be. A lot have failed. A lot have failed. A, a lot, lot have failed. A so lot. the draft is by no means an exact science. If I have a veteran dude I know who can play in my philosophy, if I'm running a team, I'm taking a proven veteran at a high level any day over rolling the dice on a young kid. All right, last question before we let you go, and we can't wait for tight end university this year, June 20th. Here we go. Oh. Woo. Down there at Vanderbilt last year, 50 tight ends. This wow. year, more. What? Oh, wow. More than 50? More. Three years. We don't know. How, how many? How, do we know exact numbers? I think yet? we're going to have about you – know, we had 50 the first year. We had about 80 last year. Oh, oh wrong stand. And oh, I, think we're, I think we'll be about 80, 80 – I'd say we're going to be around 80 again this year. Dang. Over 50 tight ends attended tight end university last year, and this year expects oh. to see a significant increase of partic- – Boy. That's bullet, oh. that's bullet point four. Who wrote that sheet? That's bullet point four there. I'm the bullet points. I got the bullet points. Hell yeah. What if that was your nickname? Bullet point. Bullet point. Olson. Dude, I got it all. I don't hate all it. Now for you, uh, you talked about having a proven vet in there that you know can do it, and I think every ex player that has ever played in the NFL feels the exact same way because we have seen rookies come in that are supposed to be great and then just shit all over themselves, mm-hmm. and then seventh rounders that weren't supposed to be good come in and be the guys. So it's like if you know a guy can be great at the NFL level, let's go ahead and keep that person. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and try to get that person. There's a lot less question marks, although it might be a little bit more. In your position that you're currently in, yeah, you are quickly becoming the proven veteran, aren't you? You already have a Super Bowl under your belt. Crushed it. You already have great clot in the entire uh-huh. football fan community. People love him. Talented. And then there's this other guy who's doing interviews. His face was the entire camera shot. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you saw it. So handsome. He's, and you're a handsome guy, too. You don't put filters on photos of yourself. I get it. But he, his face was so big. My whole phone. Right on the whole thing. And he was talking about how he's joining Fox next year. And now, have to ask you the question. Don't want to ask the question. Are you going to wear those glasses that have the rear view mirrors on either side of them? Because Tom <laughs> fucking Brady's standing right behind you thinking about Nancy Kerrigan you? Are you thinking Whoa. about Have you thought about anything like that? And how are your views going into this year as opposed to last year? And what do you know about how it's going to unfold? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the, the elephant in the room that we've we've been going through now for for over a year of course you know tom came out the week before the super bowl shortly after announcing that he was going to retire then there was big speculation about whether he was going to be part of the super bowl or you know then the expectation was that he was going to come and do the 2023 season this year he came out and kind of set the record straight and said i'm going to take a year away so all we know at this point is i'll be back with the same team we'll do the you know the top team with fox for the rest of the year we don't have the super bowl you know obviously this is not our year of the rotation. No, no, I think because so, how you guys did, they said no Super Bowl. Yeah, no yeah, chance. yeah. No Boy, that was tough. That's Can't have you, that again. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I get these guys out a bunch of clowns. Um, <laughs> you did a great job. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. 130 um, million yes, people. Another yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I mean, it's only the most watched TV event in history, but we're not counting. It's not what's important. Um, <laughs> Agree. Well, that's not what this conversation's about. No. <laughs> it's not no. what it's about. It's not about that the most people ever who watched it, something on television was our game we called. It's nothing to do with that. And you guys did great. It's, about, yeah, just, it's just about it. trying to improve. It's about trying to get better, and it's about looking forward to the next play. We all get it. We all know the deal. So what are you going to do all season? You're wearing the rearview mirror things? You think Tom Brady's showing up in a booth every once in a while, standing behind you? How do you do this, Craig? Oh, I'd do it better this way. Mm. Like, what? How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked to him about it? Have they talked to you about it? And you just kind of played it by ear, I guess? Yeah, I'm just going to approach it like I did last year and just say, hey, I'm going to go out and try to call my game and try to bring people a little bit into my mind of how I see the game and some of the things that are going on on the sideline and in the huddle that I find interesting, that I think the viewers found interesting the more we dove into it as the year went on. And 
I you know last year the Brady thing was kind of hanging over our head and we just kind of put our heads down and just said, Hey, let's go call a great game and do this as long as they'll have me. And uh, it served us fairly well. And we're going to do the exact same thing this year. You know, our whole crew's back. We're going to go call it. The only difference this year will be our season will end in the NFC championship instead of the Super Bowl. And hopefully people still enjoy tuning in. Hopefully, you know, we still keep setting records. Hopefully people still keep tuning in in big numbers and hopefully people Listen, our broadcast is a little bit different. We don't just talk about the quarterback. We don't just talk about the guy with the ball. You know, if I'm Pac-Man, I want to hear someone be like, you know, here's why cornerbacks play this leverage, and here's why these coverages are good against these these players. Like, there's more to the game than just the guy with the ball. And I think that was something that we really tried to dive into and give people a little bit of a behind-the-curtain look at what's going on with the other 21 players, not just the one guy who's got the ball. And I think if you do that in the right balance, I think people find it interesting and come away from the broadcast maybe hearing uh, things they're not accustomed to hearing. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd say. say. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves what you have done in the booth, pal. And whenever they have to make this decision, whatever it is after this year, after the NFC Championship, you know, and hopefully you'll get a victory lap at that point. Mm-hmm. If that's what's going to happen. You know, they have had trades in the media before. Whoa. In trades, usually, especially with a proven vet, a commodity who's very good, come with a contract uh, restructure. Mm-hmm. You're going to make so much money, dude. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody who has, somebody who has potentially he 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 to basically everybody that's about to get into the sports media world. There's a couple he and he and he who have all the money. Not like. Uh, yeah. Not like what we got not, going on over the there. Not PIF. No, no, not, not, not in the PIF, but not, yeah, not not Saudi fund money. But we get the idea. Yeah, but there is a lot of people getting get into the getting into the NFL who have games and are trying to have games who are trying to do exactly what seemingly Saudi's doing, which is catch up with everybody right now yep. with a lot of money. It's like you're sitting in a great place. I think personally, as a town, ta- anybody that has talent is always sitting in a good place. But what you're staring down, I think, is immaculate for everybody in the business. So keep crushing it. We appreciate the hell out of you, and good luck with this year's tight end university, pal. Well, I appreciate you guys, and let me tell you what, you guys, man, I can tell you just from talking to not only people in the media world, but just like normal people, like what you guys have built this show, like. We all watch it as fans. I, I get like excited when, like, if I hear from one of the producers, like, hey, you want to come on pa- the back of the show? I'm like, that's the one show you're like, damn right, I want to come on. They're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I want to hear about how he nurses the kid at night. I don't know. I was just talking about whatever. <laughs> like, you guys, what you've built, and obviously, Pat, you obviously get a lot, but like the whole team, all of you guys, it works. It's fun. It's awesome. You guys kill it. I give you guys a lot of credit, man, for you doing it your way and doing what, accomplishing what you guys have, man. Kudos, hat tip. Thank awesome. you, Greg. We appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, the man. boys are incredibly talented. We're very lucky you to do this every day. You guys are good at what you do. Show stinks, but Big somehow the show goes on. <laughs> and we are very thankful for it. And we're thankful for your contributions. And can't wait to hear how Vanderbilt is in a couple of weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Olson. AJ, on this particular Winter Wednesday, June 7th, with 92 days until the NFL season, you know, we could start breaking down our best third down packages around the league and yep. blitzes and everything yeah. like that. And Absolutely. Certainly we could dive into the Nuggets and Heat a little bit more or how many championships you have won and are earning every single day as being the president of the state of Ohio. But right now we have to talk about something that's happening that hasn't happened, I don't think, in a long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. I'm 36 years old. I've been with me a long time. I don't recall a time yeah. where cities other than 
than L.A. or San Francisco or places on the coast had to experience smog. Just yesterday or two days ago here in Indianapolis, we had full smoke happening everywhere. Yesterday, I went over to Columbus. It hurt AJ's little baby lungs and the entire team. (laughs) Meteorologists and local weather people were saying, stay inside because the AQI, which is the... Yeah, so basically the AQI is like the air quality (laughs) index. Um, In New York right now, it's like 198. Which is worse than... Like it's ever been before. It's like the equivalent... Like So basically, it's like the equivalent of smoking like six packs of cigs a day. Okay, so that is happening right now in the United States of America because the Canadian flames that are taking place, wildfires taking place from, I guess, Victoria all the way to Ontario, which is Seattle to fucking Detroit, pretty much. That is happening across Canada. We don't know how it started, but we are pulling for everybody up there. T's and P's, fire's a real son of a bitch. Good luck up there. Here's a shot of... New York City, which is experiencing this both last night at baseball and then today, I guess they're getting the grunt of it. This is from the Earth Cam at about 2 p.m. They also have a shot from inside Yankee Stadium in another tweet that took place. It is basically pitch black in there. It is Gotham in this place. It is an interesting time here with an interesting repercussions from fires that are hundreds, if not thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening now? It's never happened before. I have no idea, but I'm certainly alarmed, AJ Hawk. Yeah, I'm a bit alarmed, too. Is it just something with the wind is the perfect thing, like the perfect storm to push all this smoke down here or what? So whenever those planes are at different altitudes, they sometimes show that, now, great, chemtrails and they're on purpose. Right. But it, like what you, the pilot people say is it depends on the condensation in the air and the wind and how hot the thing is. That's why sometimes you see a jet trail and sometimes you don't. I'm not saying that there's any other, okay. We, mm-hmm, I'm not even getting into that. Mm-hmm. But I would assume that there is something happening at some altitude where the smoke is getting to that doesn't happen on a regular basis, and it's just going for a fucking ride and withstanding, not dissipating. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm very confused by. How come it can travel all this distance without dissipating and kind of getting filtered out through itself? Why is it remaining so thick when it gets to New York City right now for Yankees at 2 p.m. on Wednesday, June 7th? It's a wild phenomenon kind of happening. I, I thought I saw this morning that over. 10 years, 6 million or 7 million acres uh, in Canada have been burned by wildfires. Already this year, 9 million acres have been burned by wildfires. The law of smoke. All right. T's and P's, everybody. So how how are they doing? What do the fires look like? Like we have, we Big. see all this smoke. What's it like up there? Are they still burning? So I've only seen videos of fires for a little bit, either on the nightly news or on my timeline. What Tone said is right. Think about that. Dude. Seattle, which is way over, it's way over here. Way left. Well, I guess on the camera it would be this side. Seattle's like way over here. And then you start like doing all those states there. It's like Montana and the Dakotas. Mm-hmm. And Tampa, Idaho. And like yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota and Wisconsin. Wisconsin's there. And then, then I guess Indiana you can kind of get the yeah. top of. Then there's Ohio. There's Michigan up there. And all of those states. There's just a fire fucking go- There's a bunch of fires just going across them all. I don't know how you stop that. I have no idea how you... I, I, I'm not a firefighter. I have an uncle that is badass, obviously, for a long time. I think I have a cousin that's a firefighter. I have a lot of that. I don't know how you stop something that is that wide. That feels like that is a long, long way to try to get a handle of and a grasp of. Are we worried that it's going to... No, sorry, Canada, but... This thing ever going to stop? How does it stop? Do they know how it stops ever? I don't know. I don't think they're talking about it, like, making its way down towards us. But because I know, like, um, with at least Indiana, they were saying, like, a reason, like, we're not getting as much of the smoke anymore 
is because there's like a massive cold front coming in that's kind of like sweeping all the smoke away. So I don't know how outside of like getting a bunch of rain, like just getting like a torrential yeah, downpour, yes. like I I don't know how you stop something like that. It's supposed to rain today here in India. I wonder what New York has on the horizon. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, come on, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Was yeah. Ty's breakdown of you breaking down the AQI accurately? And what are you hearing from your suit friends back in the big city? Um, yeah, I mean, it's really bad. People are kind of sending Snapchats of Manhattan left and right. Um, it, it looks crazy. People are saying it looks like uh, Rust and Call of Duty or, um, you know, Mad Max sure. going to work. Today. It's the worst in the world right now, right? Like, this is well, the worst for New York. That, it's like, the worst air. Yeah, in they have the, the world. worst air quality in the world. Yeah, right now. I think uh, Connor major, was number two. Our deli. This was this cities. morning I yeah. saw. Uh, I saw another city. They were 194. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, New York was. And there's no way it went down. Uh, Detroit just. No, that's always. No home game, huh? I don't know. They played last night, which people were not happy about. They're like, hey, we're telling people to fucking stay inside, not not breathe. And, you know, we're sending the Yankees out there to play ball, which I love. You know, can't take a day off. Judge on the IL. Is there forest fires in India right now, or is that just. I don't know. I wonder. A lot of people in India. Is that what it is? It's people? Yeah, people farting and stuff. Yeah. Like Cigarettes? Yeah. Eating yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tons of farts. Well, they said cow farts, remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the- we got to get rid of the cows. Why? Their farts are making the world hotter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. really? Too is much methane. Right? Yeah. That was one that I didn't... Has that still a thing? Yeah, have you seen I the videos so. of them clearing the methane you. out? It's pretty, it's pretty electric, actually. Oh, oh, the butts? Just flames. No, they poke holes in the side of their stomachs. Oh, yeah. To let to let out all the methane is actual just flames. I was mind blown when I heard that. Hey, you know why this is happening? Why? These cows keep fucking farting. Yeah. That's right. I good for the air. I did not know that was the answer. I didn't expect that. <laughs> no. they I hope they get that figured out though. You know what I mean? I hope they get everything figured. Out. Feels like there's a lot of floods, fires, mm-hmm. things like that. Let's go ahead and figure that out. Hey, smart people, let's go ahead and figure it out. Good luck, smart people. They're gonna say they haven't figured out, and then somebody will say they haven't figured out, and it'll be the complete opposite answer. And somehow they're both certified to give full answers on stuff, and then we get put in positions like, "What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. How, how do we yeah. help?" A 2021 study found that giving cows <laughs> small amounts of seaweed over several months saw their methane emissions fall by more than 80 percent. Rumen Eight produces an additive for feed from bioactive ingredient found in red seaweed, asparagopsis. Asparagus. Well, that's like your pee smells so bad. Yeah, it might yeah. make the milk smell. Yeah, right below I don't that, want though. that. Bill Gates nah. back startup tackling cow burps and farts. Is that, okay. is that what you wanted to talk about, AJ? Burps too. I, I wanted to see burps were involved. Oh. I didn't know that. I'll tell you what. When you when you drive by cow farm mm-hmm. and you see one of those, <laughs> you think to yourself, "God damn, that was That's so much methane coming out." <laughs> you know what I mean? That was. Um, <laughs> what do those sound like? Cow burps. Well, give it a go. Why don't you? Yeah. Well, I can't. Math? I don't you know. The sound is moo. Bruce. No, the moo is them. They're trying to get a little correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to get their udders. Yeah. But are they doing milk. that when they when they burp as well? No, the burp is a completely different sound. It's methane gas is ruining society. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like a snake. That's actually what they're saying. Society. <laughs> You're all fucked. That's how it sounds. And then just right into a... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that is actually ruining... That's tough. The world. No, it's a burp. and a fart. They put it yeah, in Yeah, both there. of them. 80%. We should get Jordy. We should ask Jordy about this. Jordo! How is Jordo? Have you talked to Jordo in a while? Jordy Nelson? Oh. Let's go to the you know who we could? I thought it was the expert Jordo and yeah. everything. Oh, gotcha. Remember Jordo? Oh, yeah. You know who we could call that we might know about the cast? Who? Oh. Tony Miola. <laughs> All right, let's call Tony Miola. <laughs> Cold call Tony Miola. 
Big soccer news. We'll hear what he has to say. Yeah. He told us Methy was going down to Miami. Yeah, he knew. He's been on it for a long time. He still has not gotten an interview for the head coaching job for the U.S. men's national team, and we're about fed up with it. It's bullshit. Yeah, I hope he's not behind bars for killing Greg Berhalter. Why? Why would he kill Because he's sick and tired of everything that's going on. No, he wants Berhalter to potentially have the gig, sure. I think. So I think it's he, prolific. He just wants somebody to have the job, I think, is what Tony Mule has been saying this entire time. Ladies and gentlemen, join us now. He's a U.S. men's national team icon. One of the greatest Italians oh. of all time. Former goalkeeper in both international soccer and MLS soccer. A stallion of a man. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Mule. Yeah. Tony, before we get to Messi, before we get to Messi coming to Miami and what this means for the MLS and the U.S. men's national team, do you know anything about cows and, like, cows pooping or farting allegedly was the cause of some sort of heating up of the earth? And how do you feel we treat these cows to slow down the burping and the farting so it doesn't ruin our entire planet? Mr. Tony Miola, the floor is yours, Paul. Um, I, I'm going to have to sit on this one a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't like methane? I don't have, I don't have much to give you. Oh, damn. What? We actually thought you were potentially the guy to ask. Yeah. But since we got you here, let's dive in. Messi going to enter Miami. This is a big deal. He's not doing the Barcelona rental to get their business back because something took place with La Liga. He's now at Inter Miami. He turned down allegedly hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars per year to go play in Saudi. What do you think this deal looks like and what does this mean? for the MLS, Tony? Well, obviously for the league, it's incredible, right? And the, the, the other example we have is when David Beckham came back in the day, you know, and kind of changed the way that we look at the league. Um, you know, I'd given you some information last week when I was on, or two weeks ago, whatever that was, about the Apple deal. I didn't know that the Adidas deal looks like that it's also going to be involved. He's an Adidas athlete, and they're going to have to kick in as well. But you mentioned hundreds of thousands. By, by all accounts, the reports were that he turned down – one billion dollars over two years. Uh, to come what? Jeez. Yeah, one billion over two years in Saudi. So, I mean, we're seeing what's happening in golf, and we're we're seeing what's happening with other players. Are you surprised that it's Lionel Messi? But this is this is a game changer, man. This is um, you know, Apple TV's got to be thrilled. The league will be thrilled. I mean, he's going to be like. It'll be like when the Beatles toured, you know. You just couldn't get a ticket anywhere, man. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, it's great for the league. They said the cheapest ticket for an Inter-Miami game last year was like 29 bucks. This year, the cheapest ticket is 329 bucks already, just from the announcement without anybody knowing when it's officially. When is it starting? Is it starting soon? Do well, we I, what we did see, there was an announcement. There, it was interesting because last night there was an announcement that Inter-Miami had halted tickets. So we have this League's Cup coming up against all the Mexican teams, you know, but they, they stopped selling tickets last night to you know, whatever the date was, the 21st or whatever it was. So, you know, that's when everything started to ramp up, you know, because, okay, we're not – imagine a team saying we're not selling any more tickets. Like, that's unheard of anywhere. But, of course, now we know probably what that's what that's about. That's because they're going to raise the prices up. And, um, anyway, look, people are going to pay it, right? You don't get a chance to see Lionel Messi all the time, especially here in the U.S. Last question here from us, and this is the most important one. Mm -hmm. I know Pac-Man's been wondering. Tone's been wondering. Ty certainly sent me two texts last night about it. Mm -hmm. Connor's like, what the hell is going on? So curious. And AJ's sitting in that attic like, yeah, I am wondering. Have you gotten an interview yet for the U.S. men's national team head coaching gig? And where do we stand? I'm going to have to give you the same answer I gave you two weeks ago. That'll be a no. Oh, Come on, man. Tony. Is anybody? Yeah. Are they hey, can you help me out? You want to be my agent? You want you guys? To yeah. Make a phone call? Well, we got the guy on the phones. Who He's great on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who actually yeah. have 
So who's deciding this? It's the president of the United States Soccer? You know, Pat, I wish I knew, man. I really do. This, I, this I is information you should know, Tony. If we're going to try to get you the, the head coach. That's why I wish I knew. I'm supposed to know this, but I don't think anybody <laughs> knows right now. So how are we, are they interviewing people already? Are they, who's interviewing? Who decides the, the gig? Who, who makes the decisions? We've heard, a, we've heard a bunch of names. Jesse Marsh is the one name that most people would know. He's managing the Premier League. But, I mean, who knows? They've got now, they just... Our interim manager left and went to uh, Qatar, announced yesterday. He went to coach in Qatar. So we now have the interim, the assistant interim, who was the assistant to the interim manager. And now he's the manager with two guys that haven't even been on the bench. Uh, one guy just got fired from Inter Miami. He's now on the bench. I don't what? know. Come on, I don't know what to tell you, man. Tyne, I can't take it. Let's yeah. get you in here. God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, soccer legend, Tony Wall. Yeah, Thank you, Tony. Tony. Hey, you too, man. Love you too, man. Grazie, Tony. Grazie. Grazie. Prego. Apple, Adidas, and the MLS all paying one guy? Yep. Two years. How much? One bill at Saudi. You'd assume it's going to be close to that. Definitely. There's the market. MLS MLS and all those together can do it? Apple, Adidas, MLS all paying him? I would assume that there's a chance. For sure. He, he, gets, he gets back in points, yeah, on everything. Yeah, but he's he has to at least be thinking, this is what I could take right now. Now, might take a little bit of a haircut, obviously not to do that. For sure. But it's going to be in that area, we'd assume. David Beckham, when he signed with the Galaxy, was making like $300,000 a day or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Just came out of nowhere. As somebody that we used to, like as a kid, I would drive to like Columbus Crew games and watch them play, and the MLS was like always going to try to make it, and I was supposed to play soccer for a living. That's literally what I was supposed to do. So when the Beckham deal gets announced, it's like, all right, here we go. You can be rich in America and play soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have, you know what I mean? You don't have to be rich in Europe to play soccer. Yeah. You could do this. And he was like an anomaly, you know. There was a lot of other deals that came and went that weren't that type of deal. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get Thierry Henry comes in, a mm-hmm. little bit of a run, yeah. gets paid a good amount of money. Wayne Rooney comes Rooney. in, a little bit of a run, gets paid a little bit. Zlatan Ibrahimovic yeah. comes in, gets a little bit of a run, a little bit of a money. Now it's like they're hedging their entire league again on somebody like they did with Beckham. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully it continues to grow. Let's go to the phones on a 500 How about Tony Miola just answering? Yeah, yeah. That's the best. Like Pittsburgh has Kaboli. America has me over. <laughs> he is not thrilled with the way that national team is No, not at all. How could tell. you be? What is our deal? Sounds like a mess. The whole thing is a mess. It is right. crop. Fucking total crop. No job. Crop. No job. We're supposed to win. We're supposed to win the World Cup. Yeah, we got the young. When is it? Young Before? Soccer Lombardi is supposed to be ours on our land. On our, yeah. yeah, our yeah. turf. Grass. Excuse me. Pitch. <laughs> Pitch. Let's go to the phone. Mike in Ontario. I hope he's okay up there with the fires. Oh, Mike, no. how you doing? I'm doing okay with the fires, but I'm just going to give a shout-out to the U.S. national team who came to Hamilton and uh, got got their asses kicked from from Canada there. Uh, uh, fuck you! Well, national. Go back in uh, your filth. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Talking about idiot. What sport are we talking about? Yeah, is it our A team or our B team, too? Well, and do we even know what the A team or B team is because we don't have Soccer? a coach? We don't have a coach. Yeah, is he talking about soccer? We don't have a fucking coach. We just discussed that. I hung up on him. Could have been curling. Good. Could have been curling for all we know. Let's go to Dylan in Cincinnati. What's going on, Dylan? Nothing much, boys. How you doing? Keep it moving. Hell yeah, Dylan. Cincinnati. 
Uh, just want to say that uh, you guys are awesome. Love no. listening to you guys at work. You know, just a little quick shout out. Uh, Ty, uh, you made me absolutely piss my fucking pants whenever uh, you were Mad Mel. First time ever seeing it. Just wanted to say I uh, blessed, blessed you for that. Yeah. Never get the first uh, time. Hawk, you should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, two questions for you boys. Oh, so we got shout out to Andrew uh, Bush. This guy, your floor is yours. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, Cincinnati should have an uh, NBA expanded team. Uh, I think that'd be pretty good for the city. Next question, Dylan. Next question, Dylan. Next, one. <laughs> Next question. Uh, how about uh, Greg Olson joins you boys once he's uh, done with Fox and uh, hooks up with that ESPN? Oh. Whoa. I don't know if that's the thing about Greg Olson that I was trying to allude to. There's some streaming platforms that are going to yeah. get games. Yes. And they have all the money. Yeah. They have all, 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 all of the money. And he's going to be, what, the number one? Now, an NBA team going to Cincinnati, I don't know if that's going to happen. There's a lot of cities that are petitioning yeah. for that, including Seattle, I do believe, who They're getting lost out on a team. Mm-hmm. Vegas has a lot of money behind it. So, for us just to immediately brush off Cincinnati, we're saying that because it doesn't seem like a reality. No, not Correct. at all. Well, Vegas is getting a team, for sure. In yes. Seattle. Seattle. Before they got yeah. the Kraken, they wanted basketball back. Yeah, and Adam yeah. Silver seems to be a big baby face. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? He's big baby face commission. Yeah. They're the also Sonic. good. Like the Sonics were like per- perennially like one of the teams who was going to go play. You know, if it wouldn't have been for the Bulls, like they were kind of always there in the conversation. Like they they weren't just some also ran shitty franchise. And they went to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yep. And hey, they got Durant. Speaking of what Dylan said there, yeah, amen. In Seattle before they even left. Yeah, crazy. He The Supersonics jersey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a crazy thing. Um, what that guy said about your Mad Mel needs to be applauded yeah. and recognized. Yeah. But also, yes. when we get on... Uh, Aspen? There's going to be a lot of things people are seeing for the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Let's remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay? A lot of things. Everything. A yep. lot of first time. Happy Lou Holtz already out of the way. Yeah, you know what I mean, Lou knows. Yep, Lou, Lou knows. gets it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lou loves it. Yep, Lou loves it. Mel Kiper excited to hear. Yeah, I'm, I, gu- I'm guessing he's not going to love it. But what? No, I'm never know. He does. No, I mean, the side by it. side with you and yeah, carries him oh, on yeah. too. I was yeah. told he's not allowed to do Mad Mel anymore. Nick was uh, wow. in Hawaii for a lot of the mm-hmm. you know reading through a lot of mentions and things mm-hmm. that were being said, still being said. But that's going to be pretty epic days there. Yeah, you know what I mean. When people are just learning of something yeah. that's coming to their life. Mm-hmm. Really good. I've thought about that a lot. Not to, yeah. Hey, crush it. Better. Absolutely crush it. It's gonna launch that so much shit that we do, people are gonna watch for the first time. I'm excited to get the reactions to it. Me too. Yeah. I've thought about it. Like people are gonna either think, Well, these guys are geniuses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or it's gonna be the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Which I'm baking on. Yeah, I, there's gonna be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. That I think funny. there's gonna be some people on the other side that are like how long have been, these guys been doing this? Oh, uh, like five years. Yeah, same thing. Wow. Yeah, wow. Anybody can make it. Is it might be. A, yeah, might be. A which message, is awesome. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Nick in Texas. What's going on, Nick? Nothing much. How you guys doing? Keep it moving, moving, Nick. What part of Texas? Franklin, you've asked me that three times now. I'm, I'm Come not on, from the Pat. big green side or from the opposite side. Uh, this is Scroggins. This guy does great work on the internet. We appreciate your work, Scroggins. What's going on, pal? He, Nothing much, uh, Pat. I was wondering if they're going to be like a side by side between Mad Mel and you know Mel, and also uh, since you're moving to ESPN, is there a chance that Greeny may not come on the program and drop the f bomb? What? Whoa, oh, that's a good problem. Huh? Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the Super Bowl, he already got his bet. Yeah, yeah he has to. we got it in there. Yeah. And there's also some conversations that have kind of opened up about 
You know, the last hour and a half, that'll be on YouTube only. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're allowed to swear on there, right? Well, you know, I do believe there's going to be a lot of, uh, I told you, from me yeah. to, a lot of, to a lot of people. I think the way this is kind of all unraveling here. Huh. So, I, 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 Nick, don't don't just don't, don't just assume whatever is yeah, going to Don't rule anything yeah. out. You know what I mean? Because right. mm-hmm. I'm the one that offered up the less fucks just being a good business partner. And also, as somebody like uh, that didn't want to just turn people off from our show, that could probably benefit from watching our show. Maybe be a little happier the way they go through things. Yeah. Maybe look at sports a different way as a celebratory as opposed to just like drama all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't want to just immediately run them off because we say, ah, fuck. Well, that being said, we're being told by some people like, hey, hold on now. It's like not so fast. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Might be putting fucks up in it. What? AJ, it's crazy. What? What's going to go on the last hour and a half? Or no, just all of it? Just everything. Like the more we learn, oh, like, yeah. ESPN liaison's here again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This guy used gas. to be in the fucking MLS. Gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking gas. The gas is his yeah. name. Was in the. This guy used to play in the MLS. Gets a team. Understands team stuff. Like, fits in here very well. Yeah. He is the point person for us in ESPN. So this guy is going to take a lot of shit. I mean, this guy, you know what I mean? We've had a couple of these people at a couple of different companies that we've done business with over the past. This person has to be built for it. Thick skin. You know what I mean? Has, has to be built for it. Because there's going to be some people on the other side that are going to say some things, and I'm a tough sell. I mean, like, if I, if I believe in something, it is going to be tough to get me just to be like, okay, all right, you know what? You're right. So there's a lot of, like... No, go back and say, or I will if you'd like me to. Yeah. And every person says, no, you got to do it. Started with Matt Conti, who's now the yep. Colts PR guy who has to handle, you know, hundreds of bets potentially happening from the facility. Right. He, he is built for it. He's a good friend of the program. We all know who he is. But he used to come to me with things that were being said. And I assume those normal conversations were like, okay, you got it. Let's fix it. I would send him back with a fucking message like, nah, nah, nah. Tell them, boom. And that's kind of how I've always been. So whenever we get into this business world where we're working with somebody or a company and they have a thought, somebody that does not matter, has zero importance, I have never heard from before, not negotiation, how'd you they pop in, they have a thought, they hit the liaison up in a company. Liaison then has to pitch this beautiful idea to us. And then if I hate it, like I'm not quiet. Like I'm like, nah, Can't be. never going to do that. Uh-huh. That person then has to go back and tell that person who had the brilliant idea. You know what I mean? Or I do it, and then that person's like, well, this is actually my job. And that is a tough job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's guy's, built for it. This guy's fucking built for it. Yeah, he's it. ready. Hey, we got a good one. We do. Yeah. Absolutely. We got a good I, I think legitimately a good one here. That's going to help. He's going to take it on the shins, though. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he's taking it on the shins from us just in here and the two <laughs> times he's been in here. So I think we're kind of trying to prep his because shins. Because we like him. You know, yeah. bamboo sticking his shins. A lot of shit talking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything you guys have said about ESPN. Just know that we have said the same thing to him. Yeah, we are reiterating. As if it was him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As if it was everything that has ever happened is his fault. He he has to just sit there and take and it. just eat. Yeah. And he has. And he and he has. He actually fires back every once in a while, which is nice. It's good. It's good. Not at the defense of it, but like, yeah, just wait until we make you guys. And he says something, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this guy gets he it. Gets yeah. it. Yeah. This guy gets it. He so does. we're in a good spot, AJ, and we're getting introduced to all the tools and weaponry that we're going to be uh, have at our disposal. Yeah. No yeah. wonder they're going to be laying a lot leader. of scunion. Let's say that, yeah. bro. There, I guess there is a little bit of an advantage. Yes. A little, like yeah. Thing a fifteen billion dollar operation mm-hmm. behind yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, Ty's over there saying, "Yeah, yeah. so we're done." Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're thinking? Mm-hmm. 
So Nick Scroggins, take it easy. I think more people over at ESPN get it mm-hmm. than people are expecting, and the people that yeah. matter, and the yes. people that matter yes. get it. Yes. I think we're. I think it's a just because what you have seen does not mean what it will be. And once again, we are way too dumb to change. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that has to be, and we're stubborn. You can say I'm fucking very stubborn. So I think everybody's kind of Good witnessed thing. that. Yeah, you just don't want to be on the other side. You know, looking back, getting those responses like, "Are you sure about that? Was that right?" You know, you might as well just bet on the other side just because of that possibility down the road. When I – there are sometimes I get in my bag, you know what I mean? <laughs> and there will be like an email sent from somebody I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. And they have figured out our show, you know what I mean? So then I do research on this. And I guess trolls on Twitter have made me better at this because somebody sure. will say something to me and they're like, Pat doesn't have time to look into me. I do. I go right to their Twitter account. Mm-hmm. I go right to their media. I'm looking at photos of them from 2015. Of course. Like I am. I'm learning about these people. Time so scroll. that whenever I craft my 140 characters back, like at least it's coming from a position of a little bit of knowledge of the person. Because that person knows a lot about me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about that person. So I got to at least do a little bit of research if we're going to engage here. I've gotten some emails from people, and I didn't know who they were. About an hour, hour and a half, I'll spend. Like, let me see where this person went to school. Mm-hmm. Who... You've been in like 10 different jobs, three years. Seems like you got the school degree, but not the actual talent. Okay. All right. Okay. Now let's type one of these. Hello, David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> enter, enter, enter. enter. <laughs> yeah. I just read your thoughts and let me give a couple of my key takeaways. Once again, thank you for your time. And then I will five, six scroller of breaking down why completely wrong, why I feel the way I feel. And why I would appreciate never hearing from that person ever again. And then I'll like contemplate it. I'll take a screenshot, send it to the boys. How do we feel about this? A little, little heavy handed. Mm-hmm. And then there is literally an exact reaction from the entire group. Fucking send, send it. it. And then the boom goes through. And I just like to think of the other side like, holy fuck. Oh, man. Never read that before. Yeah. Never. This guy looked into where I went to high school. Yeah, I did have two goals my senior lacrosse season. Okay? Mm-hmm. Jeez, get off my ass, pal. It's like, yeah. So I want everybody to have a little faith in us, but also faith in the people that we've met yeah. thus far that are in direct relationship of the program and how the program would go have been good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And have a little faith in the fact that we might be a little petty when it, when it comes to the other side of this coin. What do you mean? Just that, you know, people don't just read things and then just say, oh, okay, I'll, I never actually read that. You will, sometimes you read stuff and it's like, oh, I remember what this fucker said. Yeah, there's a I lot. I got a couple of those. Yeah, there's a lot. I got some drafts already. There's a lot of things that were said. Yeah, those. a lot of, for a long By time. By people. On the internet, too, for a long time, like a week in the grand scheme is a long time. On the internet, that is like a month. damn near a month. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Robert and... Sunrise, Florida. Okay. Oh, sunrise. Down here in South Florida. Good time to be there. What's going on, Bob? AJ knows where that is. Hey, boys. How we doing? Hey, it's Keep doing good. It. Hey, that's good to hear. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Pack, Ty. Um, hate to say it, but sunrise. your good nights are going to get put to sleep. Oh, oh shit. Good night. Night, night. Sleep time. time. Wow. How'd you come up with that fucking idea? That's yeah, smart. I'm uh, just on the spot a little bit, but, I mean, you got to prove it on the road. 
Um, we'll see if that happens. Probably not going to happen. So Already can't put together a nice Already home, but we'll see what happens. We're losing you, Bob. But um, whenever you think about good night, <laughs> sleep tight, right. wow. golden nights, right. Yeah. Wow. Right. Uh, does that not scare you a little bit? Uh, no, because so far uh, the Golden Knights have outscored the Panthers by about eight goals in the first two games and have literally dominated from fucking puck drop to final whistle. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. hey, maybe Bob will wake up and then we'll talk, you know, on Friday if, if this series is 2-1. But you got to show me something, son. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, you ain't done nothing. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's sleeping up on that fucking rock. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. didn't, yeah. yeah. didn't watch a idiot. single. What the? He oh. hasn't seen a single oh. second no. of this night's oh, team. rock no. sleeper. It's not good night. It's great night. Yeah, Every right. night. Let's go. Yeah, For the golden nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually a golden night. Bingo. That's what it is. And I can't wait for fucking Marcheseau to just stick oh. his skate through the heart of every Panthers fan. He remembers. He, he remembers. Oh, I wasn't good enough to play here, huh? Oh, is that right? <laughs> Ship me out of town, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't ever forget okay. that. Oh, wait a minute. We're playing you guys in the Stanley Cup final. 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. YouTube.com forward slash That's Hockey Talk. Boom. Oh, yeah. That'll be a great episode of Stanley Cup wow. Finals edition. Hell yeah. Of That's Hockey Talk with Nikki Skates, Rupper, Bubba Gumpino, and? And? Potential? Not confirmed yet, but hoping Biz Nasty, Paul Bissonette. Nice. Biz has been working long hours. Yeah. And he got dunked on yesterday, too, by Connor Bedard. Yeah, two days ago, I think, right? Two days ago, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome, too. I see there's some good hockey players here and, and Biz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bedard might have it. Hey, Biz, I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. the moxie. Me, too. He's dog. I like that he keeps saying me and the other prospects as well, as if he's not just the only one that's being yeah. talked about. Mm-hmm. So I like his humility. I think hockey... Kind of has that in there. Yeah. Biz has put hockey on his back, though. He he kind of carries that NHL, you know, pregame. Biz, Biz has done so much for the NHL. He yeah. should be. Hey, Biz, way to go, Biz. Hell Hell yeah, go, Biz. Biz. You done good. You done good, Biz. You done really good. So handsome up there too with Henry. So uh, hey, do you see the shit he's wearing at the end of that table? Oh yeah, King Henry at the end. He he's awesome. Is so he good. Is. He's got these three piece suits on, mm-hmm. like perfect beard. He's a renaissance man. He right. came on uh, last season, or maybe beginning early this season, I can't remember, and he played guitar. He's fucking oh, unbelievable. Yeah. He's a worldly talent. Yeah, I would say. You know who he's really good friends with, too? Who? Matson. Really? Yeah, him and Matson are boys in real life. Matson, the... The actor from Succession. Okay, I didn't know if you're talking Scar's about running gone. back for the Vikings. You're Scar. talking about oh. Gojo. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gojo Matson. Dude, what a Matson. play by Matson. What a play. <laughs> Hey, Matson was working. You he thought was? maybe this guy has it doesn't have it figured out. Fake mm-hmm. numbers. It's kind of a con artist, scam man. Blood mm-hmm. stuff. Kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like, oh, he had it. He knew he it the whole it. time. He Just knew. finished last night. So good. So good. Incredible ending. You knew. You knew it was going to happen. I, you guys kind of gave me some hints, but I still didn't know, and it was perfect. I don't think they could have did it any better. How about the poll though that I put out right before the season? Oh yeah. Right. It was, everybody kind of had the disgusting yeah. brothers. Yeah. yeah. I think that was wishful thinking. I think so too. And then all of a sudden. What? You know. You know what happens. What? All of a sudden one guy makes a mistake right towards the end. Just a little mistake. And then that was all she wrote. Really? Yeah. Well, who was it? It was one guy who put his feet on a table. And, really? And you can't do that. Especially when it's your dad's. Bingo. Yeah. What a show. So good. AJ, you watch that show, right? You seen it? Oh, yeah. I finished it. Have you, awesome. You're watching it right now. Well, I'm not nowhere near where y'all at, so don't tell me too much more. I mean, I can't believe Foxy made it 
10 days hey, have you, without Have watching. you seen the best part, Pat, though, is they talk about Brian Cox, who is, you know, the old man. They talk about he it complains about how Kendall stays in character all the time, and they complain yeah. about like his whole method. Yeah, awesome. so, so he's like Jim Carrey for the Moon movie, Man on the Moon, yeah, Man on the Moon he takes movie. it very serious. Takes it very seriously. Yeah, where he's off on the set just being Kendall the entire time. Yep, it's like yeah, okay, you're not actually a drug addict, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Jared Leto. Yeah, that whole thing. But they're kind of heralded as being the best actors, right? The people that just can't turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, for sure. He's he's probably. I would guess that he's going to win the Emmy for a best lot. actor in like a drama series. And then all his all his supporting parties are going to be like, yeah, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? like, we all hate you. Every moment of our life, we had to fucking live with this guy mm-hmm. for four Maybe months. It's, yeah. Suicide Squad. Jared Leto peed in uh, Will Smith's cereal because he was the Joker. Did Will eat it? Uh, I'm not sure. I just remember Will talking. Yeah, he about loved it. it. We don't know if that's I don't true. Know if he that's actually true. asked Leto to do it, allegedly. I just remember him. We don't know if that, that's... None of that <laughs> guys, no, seems like that's what? coming from a not place that. of not truth. What, but, because they were rivals? No, because Leto was yeah, uh, doing the method acting, and he was playing the Joker. So he peed in a guy's cereal? Uh, allegedly, yeah. Will Smith has <laughs> In actually, real life? In real life. He was Will climbing up the side of a building yesterday, so who the fuck knows? Who? Yeah, that's right. Leto. He was. You're right. Will, Will Smith went on a talk right, show. Let's cover a couple things. No You just brought this up. So, climbing up the side of a building... Do you know that psychopath from Free Solo, Alex Honnold, who had a kid, right? He has a baby now. I got a chance to see him at the Disney upfront. Oh, yeah. And as I saw him sitting down, I went over and I had to shake his hand because I said, listen, Honnold, I fucking love everything you're about. Now, I don't know how your brain operates. Seems like it's vastly different than every other human. You just have no fear. You just sign up to just put yourself in actual death situations every day of your life and then just go, (laughs) and then (laughs) kind of keep it moving. That's kind of what I learned. I said, your documentary Free Solo had my wife and I for like three days talking about like what this is insane that a human is able to come. The talent, obviously absurd, but the mental capability of being able to do what you do is crazy. And he goes like, oh, thank you. He's like super humble or whatever. And then he said, congrats on the kid or whatever, because you watched my speech. I said, cool. And I said, do you have a, he said, yeah, I just had a baby. I'm like, cool. So that means you're no longer. And he goes, it definitely changes the way you think. This morning, a video just got posted. Mm-hmm. This guy's doing like the scariest thing of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like, the biggest sketchy thing I've done since I've been a dad. Yeah. The idea was to do a complete traverse of the Red Rock Range via the most classic rock climbing routes, tagging as many summits as possible along the way. See how it goes. It's a roller coaster ride up and down the entire range. With uh, 150 pitches of climbing interspersed. Almost a little scary, Potentially a 36-hour adventure. Will we see this on real Look at the people with ropes. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Let me get around you. You got a rope, I don't. Half the route I was down climbing. I was like, it's pretty hard. I feel a little better for sure, but cruising oh. along. It's starting to feel a little jelly. Look at that. The night shift. Oh. Oh. Pitch black. on lightheaded. By hour 20 or so, you lose track of time and place. It feels infinite. In 24 hours, I'm totally destroyed. Like a lifebreaker. You're still alive. If I go too much further, I'll fall to my death, brother. Well, it's kind of Look terrifying. Kurt stands no for... Way. What is this guy's deal? Hey, I'm happy those humans are out there, though. Yeah. If he was to do American Ninja Warrior, he wins, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. So quick in there. What a one-of-one one individual right there, old Honnold. He's very good at what he does. He loves it. And he seemingly has something in his brain that just shuts off about fear. What a weapon yeah. Alex Honnold is. I want to watch him start uh, climbing these these skyscrapers. I see him on YouTube. These guys free climbing skyscrapers up the windows to 
90 stories. Like he would, he could probably do that in five minutes. He's probably like, so is there little. Yep. He's like, what are we? Oh, that's not. Cows. Oh, they're that's all the exact hard. same. I'm actually going to tie one arm behind my back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and alternate leg behind. I'm actually going to tie these two to each other. I'm going to be shackled. Yep. And then I will. I'll use my knee. You know, he would just fucking get right up it. Yeah. He puts his fingers in his little cracks like this. Yeah. And then he just like hangs and dangles. Like, let me get some more chalk here. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a, I'm a thousand feet above other rocks and everything like that. Absurd. Ah, uh, who cares? Twenty hours into this thing, just. Man, certain death. Yeah, a little bit wider. I'll fall to my death. Yeah. What a what a what a what a what, a, what an alien. This yeah. guy is an alien. AJ. He's gonna climb with this kid probably in a year or two. Oh, yeah. Been. It's, uh, I get scared when I, of all that stuff. Yeah, do something else. Like the squirrel costume guys. What else is he gonna do? The squirrel costume guys all die. Like I've wanted to do the <laughs> flying squirrel costume thing. I'm like, you know what? That'd be a cool thing to do. Just go. Do it. What's Don't that? go through a mountain, though. Don't go or, try to go underneath like an overpass or a mountain. Yeah. Do it up in the, in the open air. Yeah, no. I want to do it like off a cliff, I think, is what I would want to do. Like, because the run and jump off thing is the cool thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think that is the yeah. part. Like, you have to be able to. Mentally, <laughs> Good luck. Mentally, you have to be able to jump over a cliff. Like, that would be. I think that's the big test. And then the flying thing is like, oh, I'm a fucking bird right now. You know, yeah. like, I would like to train to get to that, I thought at one point. <laughs> and then I watched a documentary on it. They're talking about, like, the numbers of people that die that try it. So many. So high. Yeah. The, the, the death rate is so high. The free solo one, the death rate, so high. That, uh, the guy that was climbing the ice peaks, Mark LeClaire. Yeah, the Alpinist. Ooh, yeah. The Alpinist, which is another great one to watch. Like, the death rate's so high for those people. You got to really have a passion for it, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I don't know how they dive into it. Just got to live vicariously through guys like TC. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Next Mission Impossible movie, well TC will don a squirrel suit and jump off a cliff and actually do it. You just got to live vicariously through him. Obviously, this is a white sport. Bingo. <laughs> it's definitely a white sport. Well said. Actually, in <laughs> both documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I, I my know. hands are sweating here just watching Have that, you seen bro. Free Solo? No. Oh, 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 oh watch, watch it. it, watch it. Your palms will sweat the entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because you're like, um, he's... You start to care about him, obviously, just mm-hmm. because he seems to be like the most humble, quiet, has no idea that he's a talent guy. On he's living in a fucking van, eating like these raw potatoes. Yeah, like that. Is, like it is in a film, this documentary, and he's the greatest of all time at what he does. So he climbs all these things with no ropes, and they documented him climbing like the hardest face of whatever. Yeah, and Yellowstone in, in the history of rocks, this thing's impossible. <laughs> Could have died at any moment and they just filmed it. It won so many it won I think it won an Oscar. It did. It's you will sweat out of there. And then the next one you watch is the Alpinist, mm-hmm. which is the Canadian version of Alex Honnold, who because Canada's colder, he just climbs like the fucking ice peaks of yeah. actual mountains and he doesn't have a thing. And it's just like ice Tsunamis, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sheets, big sheets of ice. Just fall on his head while mm-hmm. he's just fucking mm-hmm. climbing up to these things. Only person to do it. And I don't want no spoilers towards the end of it, but, but we did not know how Mark LeClaire thought about how people received his doc. Yeah. Because while shooting said doc, Mark LeClaire died. Yeah. yeah. Disappeared, didn't tell the crew where he was going. Wanted to go do one, felt like he needed a little less pressure. Yeah. Just wanted to do it for fun. There's a uh, base jumping. Back. Have you seen the base jumping dock? Oh, yeah. Like 30 seconds to hell or 50 seconds to hell? Yeah, and a couple of uh, the people in that particular do? dock. Oh, yeah. They talk about it, actually. Yeah. Oh, How sweet no. is that right there? Look at that. With How no, sweet is that, dude? No. So close to the mountain. They got a parachute. Bro. Yeah, you got a parachute. Oh, yeah. but you just, you know, you're kind of guiding your fall. You're falling with style like you're, uh, uh, 
Who's the astronaut in Toy Story? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, there it is. Come on. Are you, I mean, I've seen this before, but geez. That's awesome, isn't it? That would be fucking so cool. Nuts. No, it wouldn't. No. Yeah, that is so low Boom. to the ground. Have you seen like the, uh, that looks like in Top Gun Maverick whenever those four daggers come around yeah. the corner yeah. mm-hmm. with how low they're flying? I mean, you just got to lift your head up like a baby on top yeah. of the time. Yep. You know, and then you're just going right back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if you catch a cramp? Like, what if you catch a cramp in your peck or something? Then you need yeah, cramp. Or you catch it, a downdraft. That's why the percentages of the people that do this just die. Like, shout out to all the humans doing all this stuff. Yeah. Just for fun. Good yeah, luck. Like Have that. you seen the mountain bike one? Oh, they're yeah. They're going. Oh, through yeah. The, through the favelas. Those are real, too. I can't believe those are real when I see some of them. That one was awesome. There was one in, like, Brazil I yeah. saw. They made, I love like, those. They made a town, mm-hmm. like, the... Houses are all stacked on top of each other yep. in the hill. And there's like a walkway, sidewalk. Somebody's front door went right to one. It was like mm-hmm. a race. Mm-hmm. It looked like a Damn. great time. But if they fell, they're literally falling, I think, like off the fucking mountain. Yeah. It's crazy. The X Games, I was watching them yesterday. They're in Japan. Ooh. I was watching really? X Games in Japan. Sal Mascala? Uh, Sal yeah. Mascala was not on a microphone. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think. At Where the time he? I was watching, Sal Mascala was not on a microphone. But they were doing the fucking ramp. The vert thing? Is Sal competing? No, Sal don't compete. Come on. No, he's the then voice why, of the X Games. Well, then why dude. the hell is he, doesn't he have a microphone then? If he's the voice of the X Games. He might have been doing the nightcap. The one I saw was previously recorded. Oh, okay. He better. Gas would know. He better. Gas. Where's some? Hey, Gas. Come here, boy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, gas. You guys fired Sal Masakela? All right. He it's yes know. or no. He, he yes. is Extreme Games. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's been doing it for how long? Like X Games, Sal Mascaleo. Yeah. Winner X Games, Sal, Sal Mascaleo. When's the last time you've seen him? Well, last, last time you watched the X Games. Bingo. Uh, yeah. Every summer. That's why I asked if he was competing. If he's not winter. fucking talking. As I was watching X Games, I thought to myself, like, man, X Games used to be the thing. Yeah. Yep. And now I don't think anybody knew it was in Japan. Had a prequel cool no. setup. Had a prequel cool setup. The guys are still but, doing sweet stuff. Better than the Olympic setup. Uh, it's a shame. I don't remember. remember the Olympic setup. It was awesome back in the day, though. It was. It was awesome back in the day. Is there just too much going on right now to like for us to dial in on that? Or you what? know, the problem with us is we've we've seen it all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, that's our problem. Yeah, I mean, look at those videos. We're wa- we're watching a squirrel suit video. I'm like, well, nothing at the X Games compares to that. Yeah, we have gotten to a point where everything's just been desensitized to how great it actually is because we've seen it so often and we've seen other stuff. So I think that's cool. our problem. It's because we're such a basic species. We don't have any stars either. You, I mean, we used to have you know all the skateboarders and Ryan Nyquist and Dave Bucky Lassick, Vera, Tony Bucky Lassick, Tony Bob Burnquist. You know, the list goes on and on. We don't have those guys anymore. Yeah, yeah. remember Ryan Sheckler's show? Remember, like, he, he was, he was yeah. a guy. He was so he cool, Sheck. I don't think people skateboard as much anymore. Like Whoa. I get too excited when I see people Mid skateboarding. Does. Mid skates. Mid skates. Where's our guy Jagger Eaton? Is he is he in it? Oh, he's still going. I is follow him on Instagram. He's awesome. There's another guy, big name, one yesterday. He did. He, Nija. Nija. Wasn't Nija. No. Anyways, congrats to all of them. Doing great. Yep. Keep keep crushing. One more phone call before we get the hell out of here. Let's go to. What states do we have? All right, we got a couple here. This one seems to be a little bit off the beaten path. This one's pissed off at KFC. Eric in West Virginia, what's going on? <laughs> How's it going, boys? Keep it moving. Okay, good. I uh, uh, just wanted to tell y'all. Y'all were talking about Starry the other day, the Sierra Mist or whatever yep. it was, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how how Pepsi, nobody wants Pepsi. 
Pepsi. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the KFC Taco Bell combos. You yeah. ever seen those? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah come on. We live here in America. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, we eat. So the reason that we even have those is because Pepsi thought it would be easier just to buy out those brands along with Was it Yum? Pizza Hut. Yes, yeah. Because instead of – yeah, Yum Brands, you got it. Yeah, they bought them out because it would be easier just to sell their Pepsi products there Okay. because nobody wants them. Okay. Thank you so much, Eric. Appreciate Pepsi's that. Pepsi's great. Pepsi has great products. We're talking strictly about the Sprite alternative. Yeah. Is yeah. what we're oh, talking okay, about. Yeah. yeah I don't, Pepsi I'm not, has a lot of great products, though. I'm not picking Pepsi over Coke ever. Ever. But. I am. I do. Diet. You're a freak. Really? Diet Coke is disgusting. Diet Pepsi is disgusting as well. What about Pepsi Coke Zero? tastes better than Coke. Coke Zero. Coke Zero is all right. All pop tastes great. I, I had a nice it all tastes great. You've never had Pepsi a pop. It's better than Coke. When was the last time you had a pop? Uh, not that long ago. If I, like if we have pizza or something, there's a fountain. I like to get my fountain Pepsi or fountain whatever. He says this so every good. time. Mountain yeah, Dew though, hey, like Pepsi has Mountain Dew. That's a oh, Mount, that's there's no there's no thing with I had, a, I had a Pepsi thing back in the day deal, and the guy was telling me he's like there is no comparison to Mountain Dew. Nobody has anything like Mountain Dew. Like Mister, what is it? Mellow Yellow tries, but there's nothing like Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew is the weapon that Pepsi has in the back pocket yeah. for sure that Coke yeah. does not have. But I am a Coke. Coke Zero, more specifically, Sprite. I am a Sprite guy. Sprite's great. Yeah. Sprite's great. So I, that's kind of where I live. So with the Pepsi alternative to Sprite has always been a disappointer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Always been a, hey, can I get Sprite? We got Pepsi products. Never um, right, mind. All right. Across the street, I'm good. Yeah, they're my business. There's a two-liter dude delivered to this office this yeah. morning. Goddamn right. Nice. Is that you? Me and uh, Nick, what you know, he 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 was getting Pizza Hut, and I said I haven't had the Hut in such a long time. I will get a personal pan pizza today, and I sure as hell did. And we also got a two liter. <laughs> is that two liter in the fridge right now? Goddamn! Right I mean, is. Oh, hope you had some more, Ty. You could eat six personal pan. Pizzas. You could, but you know, so, before Nick, the show, Nick and Ty, the food that is going to these gullets. <laughs> yeah. Nick is disgusting. Like Nick, the way. What Nick, do you mean? Just the food that he has at the time in which he eats it. It is ludicrous. It is ludicrous. It's unbelievable. He's like Foxy, you know, wiry. Nick, yeah. wiry as well. So Nick knows that he can eat whatever, whenever. And although he might gain some weight, and when he has a shirt off, he might look a little different. But exterior, not really that much of a difference ever in Nick. He. We're talking like cinnamon rolls on top of like 24 ounce drinks of whatever. With like sandwich fries, the nugs, candy. pizza, candy. Hell yeah, pack. It is like a never ending supply of food. It's just like, damn, I'm jealous of that. And then Ty, we all know what he'll put in his body. You know what I mean? Ty will. Whatever I need to. Boom. And they sit next to each other and they kind of egg each other on. But the timing mean, is what gets me. They're disgusting brothers at about 1045. I mean, I've had Jersey Mike's about 10 out of oh. the last 12 days. So good sub. So and I wanted to get it there again. But, you know, I heard, hey, I'm getting Pizza Hut. I said, God damn, it's been too long since I've had the Hut. So I had to. I just, had no choice. Just so everybody knows, too, how our show views the whole thing. Pizza Hut is the greatest chain pizza available Bar at all times. Yes. Thank Forever you. Forever and ever, amen. If no further discussions. Aside from Little Caesars. I can Caesars. agree. Little Caesars sucks. I just want to give you a, a warning. Pizza's good. Little Caesars, good. It's Disgusting. Okay. Pizza Hut is the all most. All pizza's good. Yes, I agree. Not you never all, had it. Not all. There's some shit. But pizza. I don't know. Yeah, there is. There, I mean. People that try to get too fancy, yes, and put garbage on it, that is garbage. That and in the complete opposite direction with no flavor at all on anything. I <laughs> yeah. mean, that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess what you did here is pizza, but the whole. Yeah. There has to be some sort of talent in the cooking of the thing. But pizza, I think, most consistent, most flavorful yeah. on a most regular basis. And also, their wings. Top-notch. So oh. good. Yeah. 
Great wings. And that yeah. personal pan is undefeated. So yes. good. Now, there's other people that like Little Caesars. I like Little Caesars, too. It's quick. Got to eat the same night, though. Like, yeah. Pizza Hut, if you either if you want to put the time to, like, put that back in the oven the next day or just microwave it, like, it is still very good. Little Caesars, trying to eat that the day after, that's a no-go. Now, you might t- as well eat it over the garbage can. Yeah, bingo. Now, because it's coming out anyways. Exactly. And you might have to poop it out anyways. <laughs> yeah, because the way it runs. Sir. Ty is from no Italian have in Iowa. Okay? Mm-hmm. Foxy's from No Italian Have in Michigan. Yep. Okay, so whenever we're having these conversations about pizza, we're talking strictly franchise pizza. Yeah, not right. We pop. all agree that mom and pop pizzas mm-hmm. are the best pizza because yeah. obviously they're cared for the most. We're talking strictly franchise pizzas. Yep. We are strong on the Pizza Hut team over here. Right. Big time. Some people try to go against it, though, Ty, there for a bit. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. And where are those people today? They're on Pizza Hut side now. Exactly. Yeah. We ran a that. lot of experiments. We started, like, cold calling yep. and ordering these other places. Yep. Oh, is that right? Do it. Ten pizzas. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we had a Domino's close to the uh, office downtown, you know, in a pinch. Sometimes we'd, you know, have someone walk over there and get some Domino's. And, it, you know, it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's pizza. pizza. It's pizza. Yeah. It ain't no fucking Pizza Hut, though. You know what they have, though? The Pizza Hut does not have. They do the lava cakes. The lava cakes are the best Mm -hmm. dessert. Who does? Who has that? Domino's. Domino's. My daughter's always asking for lava cake. Like, she wants the best ones. Delicious. Best ones probably on the market. We did. Good to know. We started ordering pizza from that other place downtown that kind of came out of nowhere as well. Kilroy's. Oh, that good. pizza. Oh, that's 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 more of a. Yeah, yeah, not a chain. Not a chain. Yeah, I felt like we were getting, like, the chef's best effort on that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and we were ordering it basically before they were they Even were open. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a fucking good pizza. You put like ham and pineapple and all that on there. I oh, will. Man. I'm not scared of it, uh, especially yeah. after going to you know I'm basically honorary use at this point mm-hmm. with how much I've gone to Hawaii. Pineapple on a pizza, I am a firm believer in. I wasn't, was not, you know, and I see people get real pissed off about it. But you get the right dough with a little. Oh. Bit. Little sweet pineapple, a little pepperoni. It hits different. Weird, weird textures. I like weird ham. textures involved. No, it's good. You just power right through it. You fold that. I thing. don't like. I don't like pineapple at all, but we definitely don't like it on pizza. I gotta have pizza. I I, I'm gonna eat a pizza. I, I've been eating real good, trying to do my Hell best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we gotta have a pizza. Then, if you want to join pizza, us, sounds pretty good. Friday, oh, Fridays, Fridays, we'll get a we'll get a sampler platter, maybe some ribwood. So we got shark board coming tomorrow. That's another thing we gotta figure out. These things are impossible to find here in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. bowl. <laughs> shark board's impossible to find. We're gonna have to do it ourselves, I guess. We just got a smoker. We'll figure it out. Well, mm-hmm. we need to, you know, go downtown. Around here it might be tough, but on his way. Oh, in. that could be downtown boys can maybe exactly. Yeah, we'll uh, put okay, something thank together. You. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Look at you adding that into your list. Yeah. It's, it's very simple to do. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. We got a good show tomorrow, don't we? Oh right. yeah, huge show. And also, maybe we got a game bad. to react to, a finals game, and a finals game to look at, and then one to look ahead at. Right. Right. good. Tomorrow might be the greatest day we've had in a long time. Come mm-hmm. on, Pack. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do some uh, giveaways. Why don't you head up oh, to the yeah. golf simulator? You want me to pass these? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can throw them up there. Throw them up there. Yeah, yeah. Up there. Pack obviously. Maybe take three. Yeah, yeah I got caught six or seven balls off That'll the jugs. Okay. Yeah, a I long time ago though. Oh, 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 You look so cool, Pack. I took a bonus ball, I guess. Oh, did he take four? Yes, yeah. he did. My home. Oh, we knew that was going to happen. I didn't smart, know the. Smart. I know the back of that thing had words on it. Oh yeah. What's that? Four. Four. Four is good. Four is good. What does it say? My John Deere's green. Yeah, yeah. my homie's brand is. John my homie's Deere brand too. is designer too. Oh. He's going through the hawk house. Don't be scared of those weights either, Pack. You know what I mean? He has been this week. 
What's that, getting after it? Yeah, he's been scared of the waves big time. Hey, the Hawk House is popping in the morning. I get here. I got here this morning. Herbo was in here all by himself. Didn't know how to turn the lights on. Pitch black. Out of baby. Was he lifting? Move. Yeah, he was in the gym. I, I don't know if he was lifting yet or not, but I do know I walked in here and there was nothing. And I'm like, I just what you do? I've showed him how to light. do it. You know. uh, yeah, I just told I told him how to turn the lights on. Bruce last week. did as well. Well, well he's he got did. this new haircut. <laughs> this might be a new. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Pacman Jones, 14 year. NFL vet will attempt to shoot a golf sim shot. And if he's able to make one of these four attempts, we'll give 10 people $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put the most efficient way to... Oh! Yeah, First one! Hey, hold what? on. Hold on. See if you can make... Hey. Yeah, keep going. Hold on. Make Let's see if you can make... Yeah, hold on now. So 10 winners of 500 bucks <laughs> has already been decided. We'll make this thing 20 Winners of $500. If Pack can go, you took the extra ball up. Four or four. That's All right. Okay. So that's All what right. I thought the first one yeah. was. Yep, exactly. Anyways, still got 10 winners, that 500 boy, bucks. Pack. Oh. Well, you got one shot. more, don't you? No Dialed. One. Yeah, three or four. We're not going to leave that ball up there. One more. One more. Throw a couple of those clubs over. <laughs> AJ. Oh. Jesus. Wow. About the shot. Yeah, we do smell you. To the two to ten people winning $500 who retweet this video and say something nice to somebody and then put the most efficient way to pay you digitally. We can't thank you enough for watching. Shout out to Pac-Man. Shout out to AJ. Shout out to all the boys. Have an incredible day. Be nice to each other. Uh, and say something nice to somebody. Goodbye.